0: Why the fuck didn't it work that time?
1: You're listening to the only podcast in the universe where clothing is optional, but pot is not. Broadcasting from FEMA Region 7. It's bowl after bowl with your hosts, Lorian and Spencer. He
2: yeah, does seem a bit woozy, doesn't
3: he? Walk on. Smoke on. Mwah. Smoke
4: weed every day.
3: Wow. I am really high.
0: How about y'all? Are y'all really high? Because it's Tuesday night and you're in the bowl.
5: Token Tuesday with episode 54.
0: That's right. Of the smoking hottest podcast in the universe, bowl after bowl. I'm Spencer.
5: And I am Lorian.
0: And we are coming
5: back at you another time. Yeah, on December twenty second, twenty twenty.
0: Episode fifty four. I don't know if we mentioned that. I did. But I mentioned it again.
5: And now everyone definitely knows.
0: It's fifty four. You're in the right place. Christmas week. Merry Christmas.
5: Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We had an early Christmas celebration. Yes. This weekend with your sister and your dad. Yep. Because your family sucks at communicating. <laughs> 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 Essentially. And we were going to make damn sure that Christmas happened um because uh, for some reason we all thought your sister was going somewhere else on Christmas. So we did a week early Christmas celebration and then like a week beforehand I'm texting with her and she's like yeah, well, we're doing this because dad's going to be out of town for Christmas. I was like, no, he's not. You better not be. We have Christmas Eve plans, Christmas Day plans with the kids and him. She's like, well, then why are we doing this Saturday thing? I was like, bitch, I thought you knew. No.
6: That
0: was her idea.
6: <laughs> yeah.
5: And your dad was like, well, we're not changing it because I ordered the honey baked ham. <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> Once it's ordered, it's ordered, right. That's right. Oh, let's start things off at the top right by thanking a few people for bringing this beautiful show to you. Woohoo! This is not just uh, two married stoners in a basement. It's a little bit more than that. It's almost that. But it depends upon you, the bowlers. It depends upon no debit for giving us the infrastructure on which we stream. So if you're listening to the audio stream right now, thank you, no NoDebit. Setting that up. Keeping it running for us. Thank you. And thanks to the subscribers of the OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. The live video feed. And really the philosophy behind that is we can't really do it anywhere else because anywhere else we get yanked off. Because we typically... I mean, you heard Dame Jennifer say it in the intro that uh, clothing is optional around here. So that doesn't really apply to many streams. But thank you all uh, in there. Thank you to our two executive producers this week. Uh, the first one is Net Ned, who came in with a 3333. Thank you Thank for you, that. Net-Ned. And he sends a Christmas cheer note here. Merry Christmas, Spencer Lorian, and family from Net Ned. Oh, Merry Christmas, Net Ned. Thank you, Net Ned. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And our other executive producer, Farmer Todd. Farmer Todd coming in at 10 bucks, he says, hey guys, great pod, you're both funny as hell. Very articulate, and it is pleasurable to listen to the discussion. It's refreshing that youngins like y'all are interested in policy and freedom. There is hope, and Obi-Wan is not the only one. <laughs> Keep it up, I'll be listening. Someday, when I have a minute, I'll share some experience with trying to grow industrial hemp in the Quaker state of Pennsylvania. Ooh. Hopefully I can remember my first uh, no agenda experience. And I'll shoot a text, or maybe I'll get drunk and leave a voicemail. All right. From Farmer Todd. So thank you, Farmer Todd.
5: Thank you, Farmer Todd.
0: And thanks for everybody joining us in the bowl for the live chat. We're on the Bull After Bowl channel of the zeronode.net IRC infrastructure. I'm really not knowledgeable enough to talk about it other than that. There's a great link for all this crap if you go to bowlafterbowl.com slash listen hyphen live slash, or you can go to bowlafterbowl.com and click on listen live.
1: That should, that should get you there. That should get you
0: there. If you can read it, I've heard of problems on mobile. I'm sorry, my uh, website right now is ugly. We are working on fixing that. We're looking for potential ways to stream ourselves so we don't do the OnlyFans thing. I think I know it's. <laughs> people have certain opinions about it, which is fun. Um, yeah.
5: Yeah, I'd like the freedom we, of we'd controlling. Ultimately, I like to host <laughs> and
0: stream and do everything ourselves. But until then, we're doing it one step at a time. That's right. And like I said, it's an ever-evolving show. If you ever have any advice or just want to take a big old shit on the show, you can always email me at spencer at bowlafterbowl.com. Or uh, you could also always call in.
6: Call 816-607-3663 and the play of fours
0: It's true. You can call in, and we will play your voicemail on Bull After Bull. Many bowlers already have gotten their voicemails in. Uh, Each week we do a topic called First Time I Ever, and this week's topic is the first time I ever listen to the No Agenda Show. I'm sure all of you are probably aware. Maybe some of you aren't, but most of you are aware that uh, the No Agenda Show is sort of the granddaddy of why all of us do any of this in the first place. And so it, we thought it would be fun to talk a little bit about how you found the show or your first time hearing it or how you were hitting the mouth or anything like that. So, of course, you can leave a voicemail, 816 doof dof D-O-O-F. And if you are voice shy, have no fear, you can also uh, send text messages to that same number. It gets texts. And it gets, pictures. It gets pictures of your boobs. <laughs> It gets all of it. It all works. All of it works. So, uh, yes. Now that we've gotten all the thank yous out of the way in the intro.
5: Speaking of boobs. Yes. During our Christmas get-together, luckily it was late at night after your sister left. And uh, our three-year-old was starting to fall asleep and she was laying with me on the couch. She looks at me in this quiet moment and just says, Mom, I like your boobs.
0: <laughs> just and, random.
5: Yeah. Your dad just cracked up. I cracked up. I was just like, gee, thanks, right? <laughs> I mean, she was using them as pillows. Holy smokes, what have you got there?
0: Scotch in a bottle.
5: All right.
0: Yeah, this is uh, Lismore? Lismore? I'm not Scottish, but uh, doesn't it harken back? You remember when JCG... You remember when JCD used to do this every donation segment? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was a fun time.
5: Now it's Sir Spencer's turn.
0: (laughs) Now I have a scotch tube. Just a good old scotch tube. Single malt scotch whiskey. This is a space I usually drink uh, other stuff.
5: Other stuff. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's just, you know, I'm like, uh, just like everything else. I know just a tiny bit about just about everything and not a hell of a lot about anything in particular. So this one I never tried before, and I, tried, I figured, fuck, I'll try it out, you know? Yeah. As long as it's not peaty to the hilt, I'll probably like it. Light amber-colored with a fruity nose followed by flavors of toffee and a long-lasting sweetness on the palate. wowie zowie! <laughs> Hard to beat. Yeah. Season's greetings. Merry Christmas. It was a hell of a... Uh, Solstice yesterday, darkest day. We saw the conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter clearly,
5: very clearly on the
0: southwest horizon, bright even here in the ghetto of Kansas City. Super bright. Nothing light pollution can do to bright uh, to to kind of wash that out. It was nice. It was pretty.
5: Yeah, the girls enjoyed seeing that. And while we were out looking at it, the girls got to see four reindeer. As they called them.
0: That's right. <laughs> we get white-tailed deer in the yard a lot, even here in the city. And, uh, yeah, of course, they're reindeer. Yeah. Santa's reindeer.
5: Four reindeer grazing. Ray kept saying, I think they're looking for me in a <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, they found you.
0: They found them. It was good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, it was a clear night. Pretty nice. Even nicer today. Oh, yeah. Caught up to past 60 today. Not too shabby, if you ask me. We had a little uh, romping around in the country earlier this morning. Well, earlier this afternoon, I should say, with my buddy up north. He just got one of those razors, you know, those side-by-sides. So he spends just about every free hour driving that thing around the trails in his woods on his property, which is great. That's a great great hobby.
5: What, 30 acres out there? That's right, yep.
0: Yeah. A little 30-acre spot.
5: Pretty badass.
0: That's the uh, long term plan for <laughs> Mama and Papa Bowl here.
5: Move in the woods.
0: Get deep in the woods. Somewhere where neighbors can't see you walking around naked in your yard. Yeah. Ideally. Be awesome. Ideally. It's like uh, World Naked Gardening Day comes by every year. And every year I'm always like,
6: eh.
5: not in the hood.
0: <laughs> I'm with you in spirit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
5: Take care of the aloe vera plants in the kitchen. Right. Naked. Yeah. <laughs> Indoor yeah. naked gardening.
0: Whatever little bit you can do, whatever little bit.
5: Whatever little bit.
0: Boy, it's been a wild week, though.
5: <laughs> yeah, that wild?
0: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
5: I have a uh, a based business in Johnson County. Based business alert. Yeah, Don Cholito's.
0: Oh, yes, that's right. You were reading me. You were reading this about uh, last night to me, about Don Cholito's, and then C-Mike texted me out of nowhere and was like, check this place out, Don Toledo's. We should have a uh, No Agenda meetup there because you can dine relatively free of mask. Is that right?
5: That's totally right. Play the clip.
0: Play that totally clip. Totally
5: mask free.
0: Oh, you put me on the spot. And
5: so, yeah, that's the plan. We need to plan a No Agenda meetup for out there. Yes. As our next location.
0: Don Chilito's.
1: Don Chilito's has been on Johnson Drive for nearly 50 years, and they are one of the only businesses in Johnson County to flatly refuse to follow the rules. Yeah. Well, Ellen, the owner of Don Chilito's tells me he does not believe that masks prevent the spread of COVID-19, nor does he believe that many people have actually died of COVID-19. And he says he has no plans to force any of his workers who prepare your food or his customers to wear a mask.
7: I I feel that it's an encroachment on my civil liberties, my freedom. I think that it's unconstitutional.
1: Barry Cowden isn't holding back.
7: And I think at a time when our uh, liberty is attacked as it is being, that, that there comes a time when a man has to draw a line in the sand
1: and for Cowden that line in the sand is being forced to protect the health of his customers by wearing a mask until recently the business owner says he proudly hung a sign from his door letting customers know masks are not required here Woo-hoo. Cowden says he had a visit from the George DA's office back in, in June, June and once he learned there likely wouldn't be repercussions for not following the rules what? he decided to stick to his guns Johnson County District Attorney Steve Howe says there's not a whole lot he can do.
2: And I'd have to file a big civil suit, um, and I don't even know what mechanism I would use to file that suit. We've explored
4: that option, but that's a lot of resources for a $100 file.
1: Howe says the county is exploring using the codes department and county legal as a way to enforce the mandate, giving them the power to I even go as are. far as shuttering any business that doesn't follow the rules. Until then, he says he'd rather continue educating area businesses about the importance of wearing a mask.
2: I, I go back to, you know, the old little uh, science, no shirts, no shoes, no service. I mean, we're just adding
4: masks to the equation. That's all we're doing. Fuck and off. frankly, as a lawyer, I don't quite understand how having your employees wear a mask when they serve their customers at a restaurant is somehow... Impuning upon their civil liberties. I don't get how that correlation happens.
1: I asked Cowden point-blank How would he feel if one of the people in his restaurant today died oh of COVID, God. and would he feel any sense of responsibility? Mm, I, I don't think that that's gonna happen. So. Yeah What
0: if it did, what if it did at Walmart? Well,
7: it I don't I don't think it will happen.
0: What if it did at Walmart you bitch, huh? What if it did at Home Depot you bitch, huh? What if it did at Sam's Club, you bitch? Good lord, it's so what? frustrating. The fucking double standard is just so stupid. The whole goddamn time these lockdowns have gone on, you can stand fucking pecker to ass in line at Walmart, coofing into a face diaper like that's gonna do shit. Good lord. It's like, that's just, this is the only guy. This is the only guy that's like, nah, I'm not gonna do that. And then the DA is like, "Oh well, there's nothing we could really do." <laughs> right. So then it's like, so everyone's shame to
5: all these businesses that are folding to it. Yeah, I know they're giving all... up their business when it's a hundred dollar fine. He said,
0: "Falling on the sword and and losing their own asses just because they were told to by local authorities." Ooh, local authorities. Oh. Yeah, so we're going to give that guy some business. Hell yeah. Um, Upcoming on our calendar, we have a date with John Fletcher and Carolyn Blaney on the 26th. That is the day after Christmas. And uh, that's going to be Bulls with Buds, first edition. Woo! So that'll be fun. And then we're going to go on the Hogaroos on New Year's Eve. That's right. January 31st, the following week, the Thursday following for... You guessed it, Mr. Hog Story. Mr. and Mrs. Hog Story. I should be so sexist. And yes, Hog Story. We love it. I like fresh air, motherfucker. So we're going to go there, and uh, we ask you to be there. And we'll probably have an announcement, I think, by Saturday regarding the KC Meetup, the next KC Meetup, because it's been a while, and I know a lot of people are probably wondering, dude, when's the next like Casey Meetup and stuff, man? uh uh-huh. uh
5: and waiting on us to put it together (laughs) since it's up to you boy (laughs) yeah it's up to you (laughs) it's
0: it's on a list of like uh 48 items of to-dos that i have to do and uh you know i'll get to that what else do i gotta do let's see let me look at this fucking list it's so long it's like all this paper here let's see i got to uh do my website stuff for class yeah i got to oh i said i would make a some sort of stinger for Smash Cast.
5: Smash Cast! Oh, yeah. So
0: we gotta uh, make something clever there. I have to do that again. I might do. Uh...
5: Smash Cast!
0: Well, we can do something else. We can do something this or that. I don't know.
5: Okay. Yeah. We'll think of something. Some oh, boy. to
0: do list, eh? Some kind of smashing involved, I suppose.
5: Yeah, I'd smash that. I'd smash. <laughs> I'd smash. Oh, I'd smash.
0: Smash, 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 smash. smash, smash. Yes! I would likely smash. Anyway, that's what's up. That's what's coming up, wow. and that's what's up. And I'm kind of excited. It's going to be a fun week.
5: Heck yeah. Fun
0: couple of weeks, really.
5: Yeah, Santa Claus is coming to town.
0: That's right. The big man himself. Be on the way, well, as the French-Canadians calling.
5: I don't want to let this clip go so quick, though. Oh? Like, we were, you and I had a conversation the other day that I think is important to hash out again about how businesses because there are a few untouchables in this area sure, that have been able to do reservations at pretty much full capacity, mm-hmm. it seems like. As long as there's a reservation made, they can keep serving. And then there are others, smaller businesses, right. not as well established, who, when they brought up with the city, like, well, we want to do reservations. They're like, well, because of the size of your space, you can only have one table at a time. Reserved and those places obviously are not going to be able to keep their doors open well, in the, six months of doing one table at a time.
0: The places definitely targeted the hardest are bars that don't serve like a big menu of food. Like if it's just kind of like liquor is their deal, uh, which sucks because that's a lot of places, especially in Westport, you know. Yeah. That what just because they just want to serve liquor, they're they're penalized and. Um, the The double standard of the health thing. Like, you can blame it on COVID, but there's so many other exceptions. And it's just like you're saying, you know, some people are untouchable, some people are not. Some people have to be punished, even though none of this was anyone's fault, except China.
5: Yeah, so a lot of places out here are just, like, curbside pickup only or delivery only. But fuck, I think those people, all these businesses should follow in the Don Cholito's footsteps and just say, fuck you, I'm open, and then, you know, if they get a fine, just open a lawsuit, right? Like, why aren't businesses filing lawsuits?
0: You'd think that you could just get some sort of uh, litigation going and pending, and then just keep it pending. Like, they dismiss it, and you file something else, or whatever, you know, just... Keep that ball rolling. You saw that uh, gym in New Jersey that is just staying open and they're just incurring fines. And really in this time, if I, if I were trying to do the small business thing, I would just try to calculate racking up fines as part of the cost and sure. just fact, factor it directly into whatever the business plan was like, okay, well, we expect to get hit with a thousand dollar fine a week. And how do we you know, absorb it knowing that? You know, just knowing that and then defying I mean, because when you start defying the thing, they're going to do like this guy, they're going to put you on the news, they're going to give you free advertising, and a lot of people are going to come out and support support what you're doing. (laughs) I'm just surprised that it hasn't been bigger. Same. You know what I mean? Like, it's, how long is it going to go?
5: Indefinitely.
0: How long is it going to go? I think that people are fed up with the lockdown stuff in general, but then... To just poke the bear with this congressional spending bill, Ah, I mean, everyone is pissed off about this. Like, it's not even about like a Trump Biden thing, and it's not about a Republican Democrat thing. No. Only seven or no six. Only six senators voted against this bill. Jeez. And uh, it was like fifty some odd. I think fifty three representatives out of the nearly five hundred. I think that they have. What the fuck, man? Yeah. So this is a bipartisan bill. That's passed. And uh, Trump, he said tonight he would veto it. He's sending it back. He said, give me something that's like worth a crap. Um, What's with all of the foreign handouts? $1.3 billion to Egypt, which he pointed out. Egypt's just going to turn around. It's for Egypt's military, and they're going to turn around and buy almost exclusively Russian arms with it. Hmm. So what the fuck? You want to bitch about Russia and their interference and their hacking of elections and their disinfo of uh Eminem's on Hunter's dick and all this shit. But then you're gonna send him one point three billion through Egypt as a proxy? I mean none of this shit makes sense and the inconsistency is so ridiculous. So ridiculous. I was coming into the show tonight to try and give like Major Hoopra big props to one of our senators, Josh Hawley. Um So I talked last time. It's wild because it's been so long.
5: It feels, yeah, a week is a long time. But it's only been
0: one week, you know. Politically. And it's been up and down. Well, Last week we told you that I talked to Roy Blunt's office and I talked to Josh Hawley's office regarding the Stop the Steal and where they're standing on that. So Roy Blunt, when we talked to you last week, had kind of joined Mitch McConnell in discouraging other Republican leaders from contesting the Electoral College votes. Specifically, they can do that, I think, uh, as the votes are unsealed on January 6th. And so the Republican leadership is, like, trying to get out in front of it, trying to get out in front of fixing the fraud, which is absurd and on its face. Um, you take that, and uh, then Josh Ho- you know, I called him that day, because Josh Hawley was silent on it. Roy Blunt was cucked on it. And I was just like, look, I told them both, like, you're going to have to fight for trump you're going to have to do everything you can to get to the bottom of this fraud and make us you know believe our votes matter make sure that you're fighting for us it's going to take bravery and leadership on this issue and i basically wanted to both to be like aware you can't you don't need to be afraid to to fight for us on this issue and holly did in fact the very next day in a intelligence hearing, intelligence committee hearing. He had said, I talked to like 30 constituents yesterday and they all said they feel disenfranchised. They all said that they believe there's fraud. They all said to fight for Trump. And he said, you know, these are just regular people who are, uh, you know, at least politically aware, but they're just contacting my office and this is what they're saying. So I got to stick up for my constituents. So it was like, yeah, my voice is directly being heard. It was like, A direct reference.
5: Yeah, that was very cool.
0: And then, again, uh, he did make remarks last week against this spending bill and about how weak tits the fucking $600 is. I mean, $600, you might as well come to my house and just piss on my front door for $600. That's jack shit. I live in the fucking... I live in the ghetto. I live in a, a very small place in a very... Um, let's say low value neighborhood to uh, to <laughs> parse words here. Um, and six hundred isn't going to cover my mortgage for one month. No. Anyway, even here, rents all around me. Even here, uh, start at seven hundred bucks. They start at seven hundred, even here in the hood. So the six hundred dollars for what? The last fucking when did we get the well the last check? It's been six Summer? or seven months. Yeah. I mean, it's it's absurd what they're doing to us and it's plain and it's obvious and it's in front of our fucking faces and it's not a Democrat or Republican thing. They're both in on it. And we've talked about this for years, but um you know, they they're just they're just in it for themselves and for everyone who greased them into the seats. This whole thing just reeks of kickbacks and money laundering and money going to, you know, in certain places, directly to our fucking enemies abroad. And we're supposedly, I mean, this is called the COVID relief bill. What does it have to do with COVID or relief? Almost nothing. Just an insulting $600 check is all that we the people are going to get out of it. Give me a break. So it gets kicked back to uh, Congress, and Trump said, give me a bill that's worth a shit that I can sign. Take the foreign spending out and put $2,000 in there for every person is what he said, and uh, we'll see, I guess, what happens. And he said, you know, if you don't get it done, then the next administration will have to pass some COVID relief, and he said, and maybe that will be me. So he's not also giving up on the uh, whole inauguration thing, on the stopping the steal. He's not giving up. Oh. How many times have you seen Trump triple and quadruple down on something and turn out wrong on it? I mean, it's this, it just... It's not the style. It's not the pattern. So, you know, we've been saying it for almost two months now. But I don't. I still don't think this thing's over. You know, I think there's still more to see.
5: Definitely. They actually. Um. So they in that bill they had making, uh, streaming, illegal streaming a oh, felony.
0: That's right. Right.
5: So like pirated movies. I'm guessing.
0: Like. So actually, from what I didn't rabbit hole deep enough on that, but from what I read um when it makes illegal streaming it basically doesn't allow you to stream copyrighted content as part of your content uh and it was specifically referring to like news stories so like the washington post or the new york times if you're tim pool and you're like doing a live stream (gasps) and then you pull up this article and it's copyrighted article or if it's behind a you know nyt paywall and then you're doing coverage of it then you can become a felon, what? potentially. There's all kinds of crazy Whoa. shit in this spending bill. Um, I just saw tonight that there's a line in there that actually uh, basically ties the president's hand from invoking the Insurrection Act. Oh, So they're trying to sneak in some fucking backdoor protection on that, too. It's just out of control. And to think that people were going to go along with this or just, uh, I mean, there's nobody, nobody's on board with this. This is not a left-right thing. This is like an America getting fucked thing. All of us at the same time.
5: I did think it was funny that AOC tweeted talking about how fucked this is, but she also voted for it. Oh, and you didn't get back to Holly.
0: Right, well, Holly did the same thing. Totally let us down. he, (laughs) He did whine about how we are only getting 600 bucks, and then he ended up voting for it. So, you know...
5: Yeah, and he kind of like boasted about how he's like, "Well, I'm voting to help the people." Well, and it's like six hundred bucks, dude. That's not help.
0: He didn't exactly—I wouldn't call it boasting about it. Let me find the actual tweet. Okay. Because it shouldn't be too deep here. He was basically like, "This bill sucks," but the one reason I'm voting for it. <sighs> I know I can find it.
5: I was just giving you time, but okay. There's um a provision in it. It's crazy that it's almost six thousand pages long too. And it passed in what, fifteen minutes?
0: He fought. He was trying to get um, a direct payment of twelve hundred dollars, twenty four hundred for couples, five hundred per kid, which I think was what we got the first time around. Right? That sounds really familiar. Those numbers. Um, so that's what he wanted on an up or down vote, as I think an amendment, and that of course didn't pass.
5: Well, the random thing that was in there that's weed related um, is that it would amend a nineteen ninety eight federal law which mandated anyone applying for student aid to disclose if they had any drug-related convictions. Mm. And, of course, that stopped, you know, hundreds if not thousands of people from being able to receive funding when they're trying to go to college or whatever. Um, And it also had another section that restores the eligibility of those incarcerated to apply for student aid and Pell Grants.
0: Just a fat stack of shit. Just
5: random, like...
0: Just a fat stack of shit in the name of COVID relief. Giving,
5: uh, giving former presidents, like, $4 million, right? I yep. think I read that in there. I saw that. Who writes these? Ch- it's not the Congress people. It's got to be lobbyists.
0: Holly, his latest tweet before the vote was, I will vote yes on COVID relief bill for one reason and one reason only. It contains direct assistance to working families. The assistance is not nearly enough, fraction of what it should be, but it is something, and for millions of working Americans, it's help desperately needed. Show me a million people, show me one million people, not millions, show me one million people that $600 right now will change their fucking life, that it's make or break, that they're going to die unless they get $600, and then they won't die. You're full of shit. You're full of shit on $600, and in fact, if I can be honest, you're full of shit on 1800 too. You're full of shit on all of it. Yeah. The, the problem isn't fixed just by throwing our own money back at us. How about just right. stop taking it at all? How about just say income tax is suspended because we fucked it up so bad? I like that idea. I mean, people should just stop sending them the fucking check. Fuck them. Seriously. It's so pathetic. The state that we're at now in our government, it's so pathetic that we, you know, we pay for the shit and then it just goes to all these other different countries. Yeah. For what? That's not our job. It's not our job to build roads all over the goddamn world. It's incredibly crazy. Anyway, you know how I feel about it.
5: Yeah, I lost my train of thought, but I was, I was following your the train
0: has just disappeared. So yeah, Josh Hawley was our boy, and then we're just like, it's like, uh, uh, you know, I mean, politicians are gonna politic. That's for sure. But, you know, why couldn't you be like Ted Cruz? Why couldn't you be like Rand Paul? They saw through the bullshit. They weren't going to say, yeah. You don't have to say, yeah. And is it going to pass anyway? Sure, it's going to pass anyway. But why? Why put your name on it when you know it's a piece of shit legislation? All of this extra bullcrap that it does. Shouldn't be allowed. Just pull it out and pass the, uh, even if it's the 600 bucks. just pull it out and pass that as a standalone. Fuck yeah. the rest of it. Every other every other line in there does you don't need that crap
5: exactly well and it's like okay so our country is in this massive amount of debt and then they're gonna wanna, they want to you know
0: <laughs> they want to spend, spend nine, this hundred
5: billion bucks of our money right like right tax money uh, it, at this point like why don't they just fucking say like okay everyone gets a million dollars just give everyone a million bucks sure yeah I
0: mean if you, can, for a while. if you can print it. Without end, then yeah. Why not give everybody five million dollars? Oh. Every... Why Why not just do that? Why every... not give, Why not make it twenty million? If it doesn't matter, if you're gonna send it everywhere, just send it everywhere, everywhere.
5: But especially in America. Do it for real. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do it for real. It's fucking absurd. It's dude. crazy. The whole thing is a joke. All I want, my Christmas wish, is that each and every person gets exactly what they fucking deserve.
5: Well, if they're taking the vaccine, they definitely will. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. That nurse make it. People are oh. arguing on the internet right now whether that nurse has died or not. I, there was a 30-year-old nurse. Everybody saw that she, like, fell over.
5: She Yeah, she fainted, what, 17 like 17 minutes. minutes after she got it? Yeah. And then the media came up with this excuse that pain makes her pass out. And I'm like, man, she wasn't feeling pain 17 minutes later. She was feeling pain when that needle was if, going if in. If that That's was the, the case, pain.
0: they would have picked a different chick to put on the video
5: right that too no something terrible happened there and, it, it, and i did not like watching that as someone who passes out but i'll tell you i pass out before the needle pricks right. <laughs> or during not or after during. yeah
0: once it's like 17 minutes later <laughs> then
5: oh then you're good i
0: think you should be all right just give you a uh, cheese on cheese cracker and a little juice box and i think you're you're okay at that point
5: but yeah we're not we're not hearing much about it that's worrisome i've seen lots of articles that was like nurse died after taking covid vaccine and then um but haven't been able to verify any of these sources you know a lot of disinformation out there
0: (laughs) a lot of disinformation even uh disinformation on dipping sauce really that's what i heard
5: yeah i've got a clip on dipping sauce do you Sure, if you want to play A
1: Missouri Wendy's employee was wounded in a late-night shooting at this drive-thru in St. Louis. Situation allegedly unfolded over dipping sauce. Only
0: in St. Louis. We're told a man in the
1: drive-thru asked for some extra sauce with his order, and when he didn't get it, he shot into the store, and that employee was hit in the back. (laughs) Thankfully, that worker is expected to recover.
0: I mean, okay, I know the feeling when you don't get your extra dipping sauce. You're definitely mad enough to honk your horn or shout. <laughs> but I don't think you're mad enough to draw the gat and start popping off. To pull man. the trigger? No. It that... doesn't
5: make me that kind of mad. No. It doesn't make me mad enough to park my car and go inside and, yeah, stand at the counter and yell at people with no mask on, that's for sure. but...
0: People who cross into my lane when I'm driving, that kind of gets me closer. Yeah. But still.
5: No. No. I got to be, like, my life is in imminent danger before I'm going to pull that trigger, I think. I'm going to need that motherfucking
6: rest right now.
0: Yeah.
5: Yeah, only in St. Louis would that happen. (laughs) It seems very... They shouldn't have even said Missouri Wendy's. No, it's a St. Louis Wendy's.
0: St. Louis Wendy's.
5: (laughs) This is a small area. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, where we met was a refuge, a St. Louis refuge.
0: Refugee camp?
5: Yeah. so where people escape St. Louis and go to. Yeah. Now it's sort of like a smaller St. Louis.
0: Columbia is, in a lot of ways, Little St. Louis.
5: Little St. Louis. Little St. Louis. Yeah, I don't know. I because a
0: lot of Kansas City kids go to KU. Cl- yeah, it's much closer.
5: Well, the med school is right downtown, right on the hill there, on yes, Hospital Hill. That's right. That's where they go to med school.
0: Yes, the KU Med Center, as it's called.
5: Cool. Yeah. So, as a former Wendy's employee, that was my first job. That made me. So I said, "What a shift to remember." That is like anyone working then i will not forget that man someone yeah. says put some extra sauce in my bag just fucking put the sauce in the bag homie. Specifically like
0: specifically for a lot of sauce
5: man that a sauce lot. doesn't cost wendy's nothing not
0: a little bit of sauce i'm talking about a lot of sauce
5: i don't care if this is a franchise and not just like the you know like just give them the sauce it's not worth your life <laughs> this reminds me of the time i was in the dollar tree and a guy. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> this is a great story. This is around Christmas time last year. Yeah, I think it was last year because you had your busted ankle. So I, you were sitting in the car, and I ran in. This guy came in looking quite mental. He looked like uh, he was not having a good day, and um, he had like a skullet of dreadlocks. If that makes sense, like it's like he had dreadlocks, but they were in a skullet. Anyways, he went straight to the ramen noodles grabbed a bunch of ramen noodles and by a bunch maybe like five like five single servings of ramen noodles right like enough to like have in his hand but his hand is like enlarged looking holding him and he starts walking out and then he pulls a fucking gun and he's like i'm taking these ramen noodles and the lady was like all right <laughs> and then and i was standing in line ready to check out so basically i had the gun like aimed at me and we just looked at each other she was like I'm not losing my life for $5 worth of ramen noodles. <laughs> Which also, by the way, like, can you imagine paying a dollar for one single serving of ramen noodles? Yeah. No, you pay a dollar for those 25 packs of ramen noodles. <laughs> that shit, like, that's how Dollar Tree makes their money right there. Damn, that's a business.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you break it down in smaller pieces. and then...
5: Yeah, and sell it for a buck each. That's Holy just, shit. That's
0: just basic hustling, man. That's just basic hustling.
5: I know, but man, that guy was not having a good day. He was about ready to pop a cap in a Wendy's employee's ass mm. if they didn't give him some sauce for his fucking $1 order, you know. They should
0: have just had a goddamn camera crew uh, waiting in the parking lot and handed him a Snickers and he changes back into normal person. You're not yourself when you're hungry. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you probably would have said, I'm allergic to peanuts. I Boom, just, robbed, I just <laughs> robbed the Dollar Tree for five noodles, boy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Mm. And, you know, it's it is um, it's um sad uh, because the hospital is right there across the street, and they do have the psychiatric center there. I don't know what it's called. Like, it's not a psych ward. It's like the mental health facility
0: or yeah, something, sounds. you
5: know? But you see the people who come in and out of there, and it's like, oh, you're from the psych ward. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean?
0: Right. We uh, did mention Columbia, and... Um, I actually have a cute little catching up from No Agenda stuff to do, but for the first thing, I did want to wish well because it's been on my stupid notes and I've like neglected my notes these last few times, so that's why it was so important to get my notes this time around. But Brooks Beard Papa 82 mm. on No Agenda Social, he's recovering from a – he had a um, – what was it? Aortic uh, – God, I can't remember the term now. It's the one thing I didn't write down. But Jesus, he had to have emergency surgery. His heart was all jacked up, man. So now he's on the mend. But um, even the No Agenda show had a had a shout out for him as well.
7: And it truly is kind of a family. In fact, so much so uh, that I received a note this morning. uh, Brooks Beard Papa eighty two. We want to give him uh, right off the bat uh, a little bit of emergency health karma. Uh, he posted, "Pray for me, guys. I'm in the emergency room with an aortic dissection.
0: Dissection. That's
7: it. A... Going to the operating room immediately. Yeah. So uh, we're going to give him a little health karma.
0: You've got karma. It really mm-hmm. is a family. There. Really... He's talking about no agenda social. It really is a family. It is. We're all running our mouths at any given time.
5: I saw B Papa's post.
0: Yeah, he's got after that... the. Tony Stark looking thing on his chest now yeah man scary stuff but uh he got it fixed so he's on the mend but we wish him well we hope we're doing all right out there brooks beard papa 82 this one's for you and then um on the very next episode 1303 that was my first uh art submission I tried the 23 and she thing yeah um but comic strip blogger he did a he did a That's what she said. So he had the, he always does that uh, thing where he looks at what's coming in and then he like tries to do his own slightly better version of it. One up? Yeah. Kind of like a run with this idea thing, but.
7: That one, The Mink Road, and this was a comic strip blogger who came back. Uh, with a vengeance, after many um, drawings of butts and farts, he finally <laughs> wise up. Mostly butts. And uh, hold on. Comic strip. Comic strip. Comic strip. He
8: has Comic, strip. Comic strip.
6: Comic strip.
8: Must be
3: fucking nice. Comic <laughs> strip. <laughs> Comic strip. Trip. comic strip Bloggers. that's right strip comic strip blogger nice. he hangs out on no <laughs> he was... had a, he submitted three or four <laughs> pieces that were all pretty decent we picked one that's pretty straightforward this was interesting um and it was it, it was
7: very straightforward it was a, a red thought bubble with chinese styled letters that said that's what she said now apparently scott adams had seen that on his twitter timeline earlier in the day and had said he was pissed that he hadn't come up with it himself so mad comic strip blogger emailed me and said just so you know this joke is eight years old so he resurrected an old joke right on time it fit people loved it and a well-deserved coveted album uh art credit for episode 1302 uh, spot on that's how it works you get the low hanging fruit steal if you have to well we don't well, say it's just, steal it's, it's a just,
3: public domain phrase it's a good phrase and I had yeah. not heard it you had not heard it I not heard it thought it was fantastic eight years old and just <laughs> I don't know why Scott would be upset I mean there's plenty of stuff you've not, he's not heard he's not that not people upset, do especially in huh? the chat rooms but yeah. 23 and G was another one that was <laughs> another pretty another good one or she it should be pronounced she G, 23 and she Yep. And she uh, that was, also a good was one. decent but it was like the art itself was a little all over the place it was the looking, text man so that didn't work out
0: yeah so it was the text that uh I couldn't really get right um you
5: live and you'll learn
0: and man it just brings me back to watching Fletch do that art when we visited Fletcher <gasps> and we listened to no agenda on a Sunday live with him and he just zooming this art out he made like probably five or six pieces or something but yeah just was while we crazy. were sitting around and Gooned off our minds on some uh, nice budawana, And, man, just the way he fl- flew through those and just, like, added drop shadows. Like, it was nothing. Click, click, slide. Click, click, slide. It was crazy. Yeah. I learned a few things just by watching him. honestly. It was cool. But I really need to work on typography. I just couldn't get the contrast down and make it, like, really pop. It. I agree with them. There was just something that was not quite there. Even though it was, like... I think it was a little better concept. It was like the actual 23andMe logo just slightly altered. But I'm telling you, man, I'm just not quite there. But I will say, very pleased to at least just have the artwork mentioned mentioned secondhand on my first try. Yeah, first submission. (laughs) I won't complain. I'll take it.
5: Yeah, that was awesome. I will take it. Nice little surprise.
0: The only other thing I wanted to go back to on the No Agenda show was this Farmer Todd segment because he oh, yeah. he was a uh, producer on 1304 as well. Uh, Farmer Todd, as you remember from the top of the show, uh, was one of the executive producers for this episode of Bull After Bull, and this was the, the segment.
3: Donations or uh, under his name. Farmer Todd uh, Farmer Todd Tia doughton <laughs> Tia doughton or Tia I'm sorry. a doughton Yes. Okay. In Wellsboro, Pennsylvania. <coughs> can't be even close. A reverend Bitcoin jingle in one 5X speed. It's sweeter when it's faster. I can't do that. <laughs> 2016 Bordeaux karma. Yeah, uh, folks, greetings. Here's a some folding money from a farmer who bought the Bitcoin as a joke five years ago. And I just sold it. Wow. Thanks, G- JCD, for the 2016 Bordeaux tip. Tastes pretty good, but my circle of friends now think I'm slightly dainty. <laughs> to hell with them. <laughs> this has got to be a drunk donation. Boost the toot. For no go. agenda social on the Sir Spencer, the wolf calls it NAS. <laughs> I do have a question which cabinet position will Corn Pop be occupying if the Biden, Biden gets in.
0: Yeah, he did this random shout out. And so I was... Uh, On that show, I was listening live, but I was down in class, on the Zoom Mm -hmm. class, and then all of a sudden, I hear Sir Spencer the Wolf out of the corner of my ear in my peripheral hearings, and I was like, what in the fuck? So I had to go back and listen to the whole thing, because I was only half paying attention at that time. And of course, it's Farmer Todd, just ranting and name dropping and all this good stuff. Thanks for the (laughs) shout out, Farmer Todd. That was funny. Yeah. Caught me off guard like what is going on yeah that's that's all cut up now
5: i missed it too when we were listening live together because i was working on a transcript and you're like what did they say about me <laughs> what, did, <laughs> what did farmer todd say about me and i was like don't assume he called you douchebag but that was what was on my mind ah! i was like i bet you just got called out yeah
0: <laughs> dumped on no dumped on no no you got the random shout out i knew if it was farmer todd it would be me hook up. something friendly <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Farmer Todd. Good stuff. Well, that was my no agenda rundown.
5: That's was nice. I'm glad that you're all caught up in your notes, since you don't use notes for bowl after bowl ever. But tonight, you found your notebook with three weeks' worth of notes scribbled
0: on it. I did. I had all these <laughs> goddamn notes, so now I can... This whole page is not... I'm a little bummed
5: anymore. you didn't clip Trump's uh, veto. Is talking, because I thought it was funny the way that he said, like... And whoever the next administration is could be me. Yeah. But, whatever. You know, that's gr- funny. Yeah, it's funny. He's always funny when he's high energy. Um, You know what else is funny? Yes. The drag races that go on by our house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not really by our house, but, like, if you go half a block to the west, is that west of here? I don't know, but there's an industrial complex, and... Very, maybe for the past six months or so, there's been street racing just like every Friday night. And you can just hear them just tires like, and you
0: know, yeah, it's people like shouting
5: a, and loud music and stuff.
0: They want to be Tokyo Drift out there.
5: And uh, your sister got caught up in it one time driving home, which was the first time I realized like what was going on. We had heard all the noises before, but part of the little, uh, little chunk in me was like, oh, the police chase. <laughs> Just lots of police chases in my neck of the woods. Nah. No, no. Um, but they ended up performing their little uh, like donut stunts and stuff right downtown, and getting um, uh, you know the cops showed up without their sirens on. They just like showed up and then walked up to all the people standing around these cars stunting, and were like, "Hey, you gotta <laughs> go. You can't be doing this in a fucking intersection on Main Street." <laughs>
0: like, know, they were like down on 12th and Main or something just Yeah,
5: to... and they said they were celebrating one of their homies that just died uh, But anyways, so the news started covering them And they're like a formal group, like a formal organization And do you know what their name is?
0: Oh my god, I can't wait
5: Smoke your tires, not your homies <laughs>
0: <laughs> Smoke weed every day
5: oh boy yeah so welcome to our hood (laughs) this is uh
0: yeah as much as i shit on kansas city around st louis it's not like kansas city doesn't have ignorant shit going on too yeah
5: smoke your tires not your homies
0: we're not shooting people over (laughs) (laughs) sauce packets but we're smoking our tires not our homies
5: yeah and you know sometimes smoking roofs with fireworks that happens a lot in our yep, neighborhood yep yep lots yep. of residential fires from fireworks just randomly <laughs> like in the fall and shit yeah <laughs> you see a house burning down you're like what the fuck it's always like, firework
0: season here oh so, all year round
5: yep so uh there was a pretty uh common played 33 story this week oh yeah yeah i saw it um wapo shared it and then reuters also shared like the same statistic in the headline with slightly different wording and from there lots of like smaller publications that some i'd never heard of they started sharing it
0: well reuters is kind of almost like ap in the wire yeah
5: yeah well anyways apparently according to this headline that's being pushed out an american dies every 33 seconds of covid
0: oh isn't that convenient
5: can you believe it
0: Uh, honestly, no.
5: (laughs) No, me neither. I would believe it that an American dies every 33 seconds, but of the COVID, no.
0: Yeah, then they gotta jam a COOF test up every hole and see which one comes back positive. Yeah. And if they don't have a positive, then they'll just sneeze on it.
5: Listen to this. So, if I'm reading from an article that may be behind a paywall, is that illegal streaming? According to the I'm pretty
0: sure it's all illegal streaming. What you're hearing right now is illegal. being pirate i think if you films. make someone laugh <laughs> uh, then the laugher is to be immediately executed and the one that made you laugh also must immediately be executed <laughs>
5: by firing squad
0: yes because <laughs> we can't have any of that
5: listen to this puke worthy line every time you listen to bing crosby's white christmas about five people have died of the virus between the beginning and the end of the song oh
0: that makes me want to put it on repeat yeah <laughs>
5: Oh, it's true. Not to like totally go off of the 33s, but I got uh, some positive responses from Rayla and Asina singing, uh, their uh, deck the halls rendition last week, and especially with my family in the Northeast, where apparently Christmas music is not being played anywhere except for on one radio station, which is pretty lame. So I decided to record the kids uh, anytime I could when they were singing a christmas song and so today i bring you um a snippet of well i'll play jingle bells first
2: Bears, jingle bells jingle uh, bells have jingle bells <laughs> Jingle
5: of the battery So far tonight, I'm average. Ray realized I was recording, so then she came up and put her mouth right on. I saw that my phone. That mic got <laughs> hot
0: on the second verse.
5: Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, but this is my personal favorite, a song that they learned this past weekend at Pop's house while celebrating uh, with their aunt for Christmas, and us. This is their version of "Oh Christmas Tree." now it's a little tough to hear but her version is oh christmas tree oh christmas tree your leaves are so adorable now
0: yep that's pretty good yeah i don't really even know the words to that song how it luscious are your branches I, or something? i was
5: just glad that she was using my actual words and making up some lyrics yeah, to that one, yeah, rather the- than whatever it, garbledygook has been coming out in all the other songs. Like, my grandpa texted me today and was like, yeah, I was sitting at the dentist's office, and I decided to uh, just, like, listen to uh, Deck the Halls of the girl singing, and everyone just, like, stopped and listened and then, like, giggled together, and it was just, like, great. We all had a reason to smile for once. Right. And I was like, yeah, but they're literally, she's like... Deck the halls a goopa dupa. Yeah. Hesto pesto. La la ding dong. There's like, a lot
0: of pesto. There's a lot of like. There's a lot of <laughs> deck pesto. the halls with queso blanco. And queso I don't know.
5: blanco, yeah. <laughs> Frosty the snowman made an appearance in the very long version that I sent to my family, like and in one of the lines randomly. Yes. Yeah. So uh, they're great fun. And uh, the littlest one, Asina. She'll be two in February. She does a great Santa impression. Ho ho ho! She goes low on her voice to do that. <laughs> ho ho ho! She ho ho ho! It's... Ho ho ho! Because she has a pretty high pitched voice, but
0: and sometimes she'll po. She'll go ho ho ho! A hey, Christmas.
5: A <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, Christmas.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: So they're fun. uh
0: Oh. C Mike's in the bowl.
5: C Mike in the bowl. What's
0: up, C Mike? Huh.
5: See mike helping us plan our next no-agenda meetup at Don Cholito's. That's
0: right. It was
7: C-Mike, and I'm wrong.
5: <laughs> so I have another 33 story, obviously. I got two more. And this one, talk about not being qualified for a job.
0: Uh-oh.
5: <sighs> Johnny Depp's ex-wife, Amber Heard, is doing speaking gigs for $33,000. <coughs> To talk about domestic violence.
3: Must be fucking nice. Must be fucking nice.
0: Well, she's an expert on domestic violence, right?
5: On being the violent one.
0: For whipping Johnny Depp's Mm, ass so many times. For being a bitch. Yeah.
5: Yeah, exactly. Carblains in the chat, like how to do it. Probably that's what she's going to, you know, tell everyone. This is how you can get away with it for so many years. And be married to the universe's sexiest man. (laughs) Just awful. Awful, awful. And like something we've heard a lot about by listening to um, Doug Stanhope. That's right. Audible books. You know, I don't really
0: (laughs) take sides or really participate in a lot of TMZ-style bullshit. But when the Amber Heard thing went down, Stanhope had actually been like close personal friends with Johnny Depp for a while during that whole period. And he put out, because I get his email list all the time for when he's doing shows and touring... And he put out an email on his own email list, standing with Johnny when nobody would, and saying, like, this bitch is psycho and she's full of shit and I know them both personally. And that was the moment where I was like, well, there it is, man. Like, I trust what Doug says for sure. And um, And
5: she tried to drag Doug into all the legal shit, too.
0: Yeah, and he just tripled down and said, fuck you. Yep. I, uh, that guy's a gem. He sure is. Love Mr. Doug Stanhope.
5: And I have a clip for my third 33 story. Oh, boy. This is uh, Wellington.
0: 33 Wellington. Oh, boy. Let's hear it. Wellington, the penguin, he's one of the Shed's favorite residents. What
1: a cutie. He earned his internet fame this year for his field trips that he's taken around the Shed to the Field Museum and even Soldier Field. He went out there. Today is Wellington's 33rd birthday. So Wellington and Shed animal care specialist Tracy Deakins is joining us now. Happy birthday to (laughs) you, Wellington. Big (laughs) applause.
0: How do you you feel? They They were about to ask a penguin how he felt.
5: They were about to ask him, how do you celebrate your birthday? Birthday. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I'm poor clipping on my part there, but um, yeah, 33 year old penguin. And they said he's the third penguin at shed Aquarium in Chicago to turn 33.
0: Well, I'll be damned.
5: Now, penguins in the wild only live to about 15 because it's cold there (laughs) because it's cold (laughs) because they have to survive on their own. They have yeah. to catch the fish and try not to be eaten by uh, seals or whatever. I mean, that
0: many years, you got to go out and uh, brave the seals to get your fish. And uh, Well, she's dead. Yeah, it's not going to last.
5: Sit on eggs for a while or but whatever. But
0: if the nice lady in uh, khaki shorts brings you... A pre- bucket of fish. <laughs> pre-killed fish, <laughs> and you just got to swallow. I mean, shit.
5: Yeah, man. Penguins at the aquarium have the life. And, yeah. And as you heard, he was uh, kind of a you know internet sensation for a while when the corona first struck because they made all these stupidly cute videos of him wandering around outside of the uh section that uh, he's stuck sure. in you know they like took him there, out so on can... what they called the a field trip and they just walked the penguins around the park yeah they do that at the Kansas City Zoo too yeah march of the penguins they call it here though
0: the penguin march or march of the penguins yes. w-
5: i remember the first time they did it we went with the girls And those penguins, they came out of the little penguin center and then the one right in front just fell right on his (laughs) face. Oh yeah, that was so
0: funny. Because they were marching on a line and that first one was like (laughs) running fast, all (laughs) eager and proud. And then he just hit his, he just (laughs) splat right on his face and everybody in the whole crowd was like,
6: oh! (laughs) Yeah.
0: I think the crowd reaction was funnier than the fucking penguin even followed myself. You could feel
5: that the aquarium is actually in the heart of the hood, yes! just by the reaction. Yes! <laughs> yeah.
0: People stop throwing dice to look over at the penguin. <laughs> <so>. Oh.
5: <laughs> well, do you want to go behind the curtain?
0: Wow. Yeah. Hell, oh, fuck. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Can you go? Cool. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get a couple things.
5: Oh, okay. I'm trying to get stuck in the bees. My dang hair.
0: Okay. <sighs> There we go. Oh, man. Have we even cleaned up back here since last week? <laughs> no. <clears throat> Sorry. You can just sit her over here. I'll be right here.
5: The bowl behind the curtain is a bit untidy.
0: Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. That's all right. It yeah. is
5: okay. It is the bowl. It's still comfy.
0: Here we are. A comfy back behind the curtain where we can discuss things no one else will discuss. Well, just like, kidding.
5: Yeah, well, weed sales are up.
0: A <laughs> hey. running,
5: running trend on this show. Every week I'll just tell you how weed sales are up.
0: I mean, there's nothing else to do but buy they- and smoke weed, right? Like, you can't go to work, you can't go to church, you can't do anything. <laughs> the yeah. swinger clubs are open and that's about it.
5: Yeah, exactly.
0: Because, you know, pandemic.
5: Yeah. Swinger club clubs are open if you bring your own booze and food. So I guess a few of them have had food. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit.
0: That's the that's the and, key takeaway.
5: Yeah, more business owners need to stand up for themselves and just open up. That's right. And say fuck the mask mandate and whatever. But yeah, uh so weed sales are like they're up sixty seven percent from where they were in twenty nineteen. Holy shit. Uh with eighteen billion dollars spent on weed this year.
0: That's like an inverse thirty three if you think about it.
5: Legal weed. If they're sales. up
0: of sixty seven percent,
5: sure. Yeah, yeah. Americans purchased seventeen point nine billion in cannabis products over the past calendar year. Woo! And I mean, that's... and that's just on the books purchases. Exactly. That's my point. Like, whew, that's a lot of weed.
0: That's crazy. But you know, I mean, the budget has to be there. Because... It's
5: Tuesday. You ain't got no job. Either.
0: Smoke weed every day. <laughs> That's all there is to do. I'm telling you, I'm gonna get you high. Promise that you, we can smoke weed and we can podcast, and then everything else is fucking illegal now. Podcasting is illegal now too. If you uh, if you have content, <laughs> oh yeah,
5: if this bill doesn't get like severely rewritten in that illegal streaming, like bid, oh, you want to talk somewhere. about
0: things that everybody else is talking about? No, no, you have to talk about your own mind.
5: You have to pay. For, to get behind that paywall to see the news. You cannot get the news from any other way, don't you know? The news is highly elite. Only elites can get this brainwashing M5M bullshit. It
0: reminds me of when uh, Cuomo told everybody it was illegal for anybody but the press to look at WikiLeaks.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I remember
0: that. It's different for us, the press.
5: That was stupid.
0: Because <laughs> we're the head chodes in charge, I tell you. <sighs>
5: So ridiculous. So ridiculous. What's this? Uh, I, I keep hearing this commercial here in Kansas City about like, talk to your kids about medical marijuana now that we have dispensaries around and shit. And then I uh, found the website that was like sponsoring that. What Uh-oh. a joke of a website that is.
0: Is it Moms Against Marijuana? No, man. no, no. It, Moms it, it, Against Marijuana, man it, just it ha- ma'am. It
5: just says you have to talk to your kids about kids between the ages of 10 and 18 years old. Uh, you're going to talk to them about the risk of uh, drugs and alcohol, and that'll like curb them abusing it. But, you know, I like the Gary Johnson stance on that, which is like, if you get drunk at a party, just call me for a ride, because I don't want you to drive drunk. Yeah. You know, like... And if you get stoned at a party,
0: be sure to puff twice before passing.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't bogart that and joint.
0: Don't fucking bother <laughs> me with the details. <laughs> yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, there was a challenge to the cultivation license cap here in Missouri.
0: Oh yeah, some people are um, suing to try and get.
5: And also the scoring and
0: rescored or get uh, <laughs> the number expanded and all kinds of different suits. I think.
5: Yeah. Well,
0: or problems in the one suit, something like that.
5: Yeah, the Calico family of Sarcosy. Missouri, a small town, sued after being denied a license to cultivate. Uh, The family's attorney argued the state's decision to limit licenses at 60 violated their right to farm, so Judge Patricia Joyce wrote in her ruling that the right to farm does not apply to the cultivation of marijuana, which baffles my mind.
0: I remember they were trying to do a right to farm uh, Um, argument.
5: Um, then she, so she ruled in favor of the state on all points and told the plaintiffs that they have to pay for court costs.
0: Yeah, that's typical when you lose.
5: Yeah. Uh, but they're going to appeal. They plan to appeal and, uh, they have 70 acres of lovely farmland that they wanted to turn into a cultivation site. Tight. Yeah. And really like, if you look at the way that the, um, licenses have been distributed, if you live... In a small town, you have to drive to a city or a bigger area to get anything. It just doesn't make sense why they wouldn't uh, allow more and, you know.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that's the whole... They're making their own cartel, you know. Right. They're making their own little club where you had to get through this narrow little gateway to even be a player in it.
5: Oh, and it's kind of, it brings me back to before the licensing, uh, like the scoring had been released of how they were going to score applicants and we were just like, well, we can already tell you like the big five that are getting licenses and they're going to get more than one license because they're big companies, right. big untouchable families. So,
0: Yeah, it's all pretty predictable.
5: Yeah. I mean, you got, you live in the same state with anheuser Bush. Come on. Hello. <laughs> and Belief was already here with the CBD when that passed. Noah's Ark and Belief were the two allowed to grow CBD for these five kids who had intractable epilepsy who were allowed to get CBD
0: straight. Yeah, that thing started super small.
5: Yeah. That was back in like bowl after bowl, uh, first five episode days. <laughs> we're still living on Washington Ave, I huh, remember. Yep. Those were the
0: classics man I f- <laughs> forgot to put a an older bull after bull up we'll do it sometime but
5: throw it on the to-do list yeah there you go item 49
0: 49 things on my to-do list
5: yeah and then um Oklahoma just gave out 333 more licenses <coughs> interesting they have now outpaced California and become the state with the most licenses.
0: Wow, really?
5: Yeah, 2,392 licenses.
0: California- yeah. and they're, they're smaller than California in area and in population both. That's yeah. crazy.
5: They have 88 more licenses than California. So California huh. has 2,304 licenses.
0: Time to catch up, California.
5: Hey, Michigan has 333 licenses.
0: I bet there's way more unlicensed grows in Cali, though.
5: Oh, for sure. I bet there's the Emerald not. Emerald Triangle? I bet, like,
0: pretty much everybody growing in Oklahoma has a license.
5: Yeah. I don't know. But it I was just, I looked at those numbers. I was like, wow, over 2,000 licenses. And we got 60. <laughs> like, oh, man.
0: <laughs> Way to go. Way to go. <laughs> It'll expand. It just is the. I just
5: want my free market now. I'm sorry. I, I do. Like, give me the free market. This is America, right?
0: Well, you know what it was, though, right?
7: It's a step in the right direction after
6: all. After all,
7: it's a step in the right direction. It's a step in the right direction
5: after
0: all. It was a step in the right direction.
5: After all. <laughs> I'm so grateful we have someone else to say that now.
0: Uh, yeah, I know. Right?
5: Shout out to Booberry <coughs> for getting us that clip.
0: Hell yeah. Thank you, Booberry. You the man. Boobs. Boobs. <laughs>
5: as we know him in the bowl
0: (laughs) it's honorary nickname
5: so uh you want to talk about the first time you ever listen to no agenda
0: yeah I probably do that's a it's a good time to it let's have somebody uh who's calling in to introduce the topic though how about that okay
5: yeah that sounds good
0: let's do that oh you know we have some catch-ups to do too
5: Ooh, even better we'll start with the older ones
0: um so we're just gonna play these in chronological order but our last topic if you recall listening last week Um, So episode 53, we talked about the first time I ever smoked a cigarette, but the chat topic in the bowl still said the previous week's camping. So Mm. some people called with camping first times, some people called with cigarette first times. And then, of course, as the running rule is, you can call in about any previous topic because you may be listening to this a month from now or three months from now or hell i don't even know a year from now you could be listening to this in the future and you could still call 816-607-3663 and leave your voicemail about any of the topics the first time you ever is always a good story so uh we're going to catch up on some cigarette stories too all right in the morning my name is john and i
9: wanted to tell you about my first cigarette
6: in the morning john
9: it's a long story but i'll try to keep it short uh there was a time back in the sixties, the late sixties, early seventies when everybody smoked and that's when I grew up and I had a couple of friends, Palmer and Rob, who hung out together and we were all pretty much unsupervised Uh-oh. and uh, they started uh, smoking rolled up newspapers on the roof of Rob's roof <laughs> on the top of his house and uh, they kind of brought me into that and we would sit up there and roll up little newspapers about the size of cigarettes, and light them off and uh, puff on the smoke. <laughs> and we wouldn't inhale or anything, but it was very, you know it was very uh, adult because everybody smoked at the time, and it was kind of uh, deviant and fun and just cool to sit on the roof all up there by ourselves. And uh, at some point, um, we were able to come across some actual cigarettes. Yes, uh, you know from one of our friends' parents or whatever snuck smoke a pack of cigarettes out. And so we started smoking those. And uh, as time went by, you know, more unsupervised time out, hanging out with kids, running around the neighborhood. I mean, there was a lot of kids in the neighborhood. And there was nothing. You know, there, it was, it, we were just having a good time. You know, we were just uh, trying to be, um, you know, entertained or whatever. And, you know, you went in with little groups, little punks of crowds of kids or whatever. And the older kids smoked and the younger kids wanted to smoke. And so, yeah, so we would collect uh, glass bottles, like Coke bottles, and, and turn those in for two or three cents a piece. Yeah. So you get enough money for a pack of cigarettes at the Seven Eleven. 11 And uh, cigarettes were like 50 cents a pack, 52 with tax. And uh, so we're out, you know, bombing around the neighborhood on bikes and hanging out and just in the woods and stuff. and. Some kid looks at me and goes, you don't even inhale. And I was 10 years old. Here, I go outside. What's that?
0: Oh, my God. Fifth
9: grade. And uh, I said, yeah, I can inhale. And uh, that was my first cigarette. I smoked my first, inhaled my first cigarette when I was 10 years old in fifth grade.
6: What a champion. uh,
9: Went on to smoke a lot more cigarettes after that. I bet. uh, And eventually quit uh, 35 years later. But anyway, it was uh, was just everybody smoked. And why not? It was uh, just part of growing up.
0: Hell yeah. Yep. Different time, for sure. That's funny, though. Rolled-up newspapers, and I talked about the first thing I ever tried to smoke was a rolled-up piece of printer paper. Oh, God, the dumb shit you do when you're a kid, I swear. (laughs) About the same age, probably too, when I tried to smoke the printer paper, probably around ten or something. You have a—did you leave me a voicemail? No. Did you leave us a voicemail? (laughs) Hi. 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 I want to talk to you. Hi. Oh, okay. Oh,
5: so those pesky kids.
0: Oh, I see. Whose
5: kids are those calling into the bowl? <laughs> Unbelievable!
0: Unbelievable!
5: Julie, fanboy,
0: oh my goodness! I have caller ID, you know. I'll have you know.
8: Hey, guys, it's Funboy. Uh, so, hey, Funboy, fun. Uh, your first time I ever for, was uh, last first time I listened to No Agenda. Well, that was back in 2009. Yeah, I have not listen to that lot The nice. first episode that I listened to was episode 66
6: mm.
8: and you know, the, the community that has grown up around no agenda was not nearly, you know, I mean, I mean, I think they used to announce the show as no jingles, no commercials, no, no agenda, right. That was, yep. uh, it, and there, were, there was almost no jingles whatsoever. And over time it, it's, you know, all the jingles have gotten, uh, you know, there were, they were all uh, contributions from folks. The, um, there was no art generator, there was, you know, there was just, just nothing back then other than, you know, Adam and John and, you know, maybe the, maybe the troll room, uh, and all of that. Um so, I have a, I have an appreciation for what this show has grown from and it is, you know, you really do have to build, you know, it's, it's this, it's this amazing community, but, uh, you know, and of course I found out about it when, uh, John C. Dvorak was on Twitter and I knew John C. Dvorak from back in, uh, you know, when when he was a uh, magazine writer, you know, I read him growing up in the '80s, and you know, Adam Curry, of course, I remember from MTV. So, there you, uh, go. you know, and I saw the two great tastes that taste great together. as I was hooked. <laughs> and first, I heard that I'm like, ooh, yeah, this, this uh hit all my things. And yeah, watching the, you know, the show just sort of evolve and, uh, and you know, being a part of it in my own small way. Yeah, uh, I've uh, really, you know, it's been it's been a wonderful thing, and this is a wonderful community. Um, to to be a part of, so I agree. I uh, hope you both have a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and uh, in in
0: the bowl, in the bowl,
6: in the
5: bowl. Merry Christmas and Happy phone New Year to boy. you too, Phone Boy.
0: Damn near OG, sixty six is very right. early on, man. Yeah, I um. Speaking of forty eight items on my to do list, I also do want to like do all the early no agendas, but I have listened to the first few, In episode one, and all of that episode one comic strip blogger is mentioned by name in episode one that's right so he's the 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 true og for no agenda because he was like daily source fanboy too like he was before so before no agenda even started he was in on it wow on the adam curry podcasting world mr oldie yeah that's so cool man well the first time i ever listened to it was at the cookie shop and I may have talked about this uh, on the show before, but when I first got into podcasting or even f- f- like heard what it was, knew what it was, was when I was working at the cookie shop and I was the dough maker, everybody else was kind of a delivery driver or a phone answerer or something else. I was the only person who made cookies on any given shift. So I'd go in there and just make like massive amounts of cookie dough, like 6,000 cookies at a per batch, I think. That's what it ended up being. So a typical day I'd make probably, I don't know, 30,000 cookies or some shit. Dang. Uh, Just a bunch of batches and then puck them out. So I'd throw them through a portioner, which would make little, you know, the pucks that you see. And then just line huge cookie sheets with these frozen pucks and put them in the walk-in freezer and just stack it until I stack the freezer full and then I'd leave. And, of course, if you're doing that eight hours a day in the back of the friggin kitchen with nothing else to do no one else to talk to you you're gonna have some headphones in and you know i've always been like a listen to music guy when i work pretty much but um at that point for whatever reason i was starting to get really into stand-up comedy and so a lot of stand-up comedians had these shows these podcasts and so the one most regularly is the most obvious pick rogan And I was listening to Rogan all the time. And so that would be most of my day would just be doing the Rogans. And when I first started listening to Rogan, I'd listen to all of them because it was just so new to me. And I was getting to know the world and Joe and like his little merry band of friends and stuff. And then the first thing I got burned out on was like the fight ones because I wasn't really like, I love watching fights. I'm just not really knowledgeable enough to like listen to shows about them, just like I don't listen to sports radio. Even though I'll watch football and get juiced about football, you know, if it's on. But, like, it's not enough for me to watch Analysis or anything like that. And, I don't know, it was something that was really cool on Rogan that I heard and posted about on Facebook. I was like, ooh, Rojo Rogan, woobity, woobity. And somebody was like, you know, you should listen to No Agenda. So I was like, okay, sure, whatever. It was like a drummer friend of mine. And uh, um, so I loaded up No Agenda in the queue for the next shift and listen to one, and it was like, oh, this is fun. And the jingles really pull me in, too. Like, the way that they're just tied in, and you can just, like, fire one off at any time. Bowl after bowl. And just punch it in there, and it's so cool. Um, And they had some good jingles. So this was in, like, 2014. It's like, the fall or uh, probably, like, October, November 2014. I don't know if the drummer's a douchebag. I've always thought about calling him out, but... I feel like I'd have to get in touch with him first. So I'd have to go on my old Facebook account, which has been deactivated for ages and ages. Oh, I'll think about that. <laughs> I think about that sometime, though. Like, I wonder if Kurt, A, I could get a hold of him, and B, that if he had ever donated or not. And I could call him a douchebag. <laughs> It'd be fun. But at any rate, man, it ruined all the other shows for me. Like, then I'd go back. When I started listening to No Agenda, I was instantly hooked. And so I'd listen to the new shows, and then when there wasn't a new show, I'd just go back a show, back a show, back a show. So that was probably, fuck, I want to say in the early 600s, something like that. You know, like I said, fall 2014 would have been, or was it 13? Remember, we ended up looking this up.
5: It's 14, I think.
0: I'm pretty sure it was 14. We ended up looking this up pretty recently, because we still have clips from our original donations and stuff. Um. And then yeah, I soon became an executive producer because I did this Stone I sent in four twenty thirty three, because John went on this rant about uh, weed, but the cannabis plant. I'm gonna dig that up, the rant that inspired me to donate. Please uh, for a future show, because maybe even maybe even Bulls with Buds, we'll talk Ooh. about that. That would be fun to bring. Yeah. Um. By the way, for Bulls with Buds, it's gonna be fun because we're gonna try and do like a. Obviously, like loosely, not formatted, formatted, but like a format where you're doing an interview and there's certain like key things we want to learn about each bud, you know, so there will be a pattern and some like a little bit of structure to it should be fun. But at any rate, no agenda. As soon as I got hit in the mouth, man, my lips swelled up and then I had to hit you in the mouth.
5: Right. Well, you came home and you started playing it on the stereo and that was the first time I heard it because we usually would just play albums listen to music, have friends over, whatever. But I remember you putting that on one day, and at first I was like, this is this talk show that he's listening to. Because I don't think you said anything. You weren't like, hey, I just found this podcast. It's called No Agenda. We are going to listen to it. You just put it on. And I think you were halfway through an episode, like you were finishing something you started listening to at work. Um... And I was in J school at the time, and I just remember, like, (laughs) my eyes wide lifting my head and being immediately tuned in, like, oh, they're talking about actual news. I don't hear about this in school. This is why I came to this school, you know? Like, this is what I'm interested in. And uh, it was Obama administration. They were actually, like, ridiculing and, like, asking the tougher questions in a way, or at least bringing it up. Bring up thought provoking points oh man i was instantly hooked yeah. also just like you and you knew that i would be and then i remember i um i don't remember when i really i guess listening live for me started uh i guess when we moved to kansas city so like four or five years ago yeah I started listening live and i that's such a different experience and i so prefer that like there's no going back once you start listening live
0: i agree um, and yeah, like just like Phone Boy said, it's just cool to be amongst these people, whether it's going to meetups, planning meetups, or whether it's uh, the other little satellite shows that have sprung up around and in the community, things like Rare Encounter, things like Grumpy Old Benz, things like Hog Story. And Hog Story really is credited for pulling us back in it because the first definitely. time we did bowl after bowl – um, you know F- Fletcher listened in uh, the first iteration but like I don't know of it wasn't like a show that had no agenda listeners in mind it was a show that had like local. our local activist cr- crowd in mind so right. it was all about like mid-Missouri
5: normal <laughs> it was
0: about mid-Missouri normal and like incredibly specific like Columbia City politics and like crap like that yeah Um,
5: we talked about recall Jenny Chadwick on that right
0: yeah And so the second iteration, I don't know, it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun just because you're interacting with people from so many different like walks of life and geographical regions and you can do it all in real time to where it's, it's a totally different experience, but it's been a a wild ride. And just to think about what it could become, um, we want to work on a better website and a different kind of way to interact that's more independent. And that has different levels of, uh, I don't know, privacy depending on what you want. And something that's just like honest about all steps of that. Like, I really was inspired by that podcastindex.org privacy statement, their privacy policy, where it just tells you in plain language what all the privacy policies are. Like, this is what we collect, this is what we ask for. This is what we could use it for, but we won't use it for this. You know, it's just all, it's not like legalese, like a lawyer wrote it. It's just in plain terms what their privacy policy is. I would love to build a website out like that, that had, I mean, even up to like login and password, uh, stuff that you could do like an authenticated website, Sure. but that also fully functions anonymously, you know? Like a version oh. you could run that was still totally plain strapped that could get you IRC and the chat and, you know, certain basic stuff. Um, to show, the audio, the live stream, all of that. Um, and then deeper levels for all kinds of stuff if you wanted it. I don't know. I've been brainstorming it. But just to imagine, like, where it can go as long as you just stay on the train and just keep riding it, you know. The community here is so awesome. I'm trying to coax... Blueberry into putting all these wild ideas into some kind of audio play. He's talking about all the stuff he has written. There's so many creative types out there. So I'm just on a collaboration station. You have ideas, let's work on them.
5: Hell yeah! And man, to come from just listening to the podcast in the car with you, like the recorded shows, to now with no agenda social, (laughs) and having this show, and it's just wild. What a journey! Absolutely, that no agenda has been. A huge part of
0: yes uh just like this next color. Hey. hey
9: uh just driving home from work and tell you what the first time i ever listened to no agenda i don't really remember i just remember listening to a couple episodes and thinking like this is kind of neat and that was probably uh, five or six years ago by now and then i really and then I kind of listened off and on once in a while. I don't even remember who introduced it to me, who hit me in the mouth, to be honest with you. I should. I feel bad about that. But there's <laughs> a few too many bowls in between now and then.
6: I know how it
0: goes, <laughs> man.
9: So uh, then I heard uh, the Borak on Grammarica, and I was like, I need to start listening full time to No Agenda. And I did. And I hadn't missed an episode since. That's all, Captain. Carry on. Toot toot. Thanks,
0: caller. Yeah uh oh. hanging up now <laughs> <laughs> nice one yeah sometimes it's like uh so that's the thing about like kurt we were like super peripheral friends you know because just because i happened to be a drummer i knew a lot of drummers but i wasn't like on the drum line like most of these kids were like at on the drum line at mizzou you know they were in the percussion and sure. music department so he was one of those guys, I knew a couple of drummers like that. So we would jam sometimes. Um, and that's who ended up hitting me in the mouth. But it was like, it wasn't like a guy that I was always hanging out with on the regular, you know.
5: Was that on the face bag that he did that? or yep. okay, Yeah, he just okay.
0: commented on my Facebook post. and was like, if you think Joe Rogan's you should he's trying no agenda. Boy, he was right, dude.
5: <laughs> yeah, seriously.
0: Changed my life, honestly.
5: Yeah.
0: Uh-oh. We got a windy collar here. Are you ready for this?
5: Oh yeah, I'm
4: ready. I'm ready too. This whole thing is uh, part of the plan uh, <laughs> of the TComs and the Globalist Society. Uh, <laughs> the they to purchase their super male vitality from China, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no, this is not um,
6: <laughs> Anyways,
4: uh,
0: <clears throat> he had, had a role had ago going that time. On the
4: ground here, um, restaurants are closed. There are some that have been defying the orders. There's a big chain of restaurants. They have... I think about eight restaurants at one point in time, but now I think they closed like two or three since the COVID or maybe, maybe one or two of them closed before, but the guy owns a big chain of uh quite decent Italian and other eatery restaurants. Um, they've been trying to defy the order. They defied the order and they, the state came in and took away their liquor license. I want to say, I thought I had heard that he's still trying to operate. Um, but the thing is, is, like, the news here, as soon as, like, anybody finds out about it, um, the news does a story on whatever place it is, and then it gets blown up, and then the place gets shut down. Yeah, they get so Karen to shit. Our local um, media are a bunch of piece of shit bags. Yep. Two that are kind of exposed, I don't know. They're yeah, they're doing this all like in on We the found
0: thing, a naughty know, boy. The and the, the, yeah, fuck that
4: all that same shit, whereas,
0: you know, the local is
4: never quite as bad as the national, but our local is just as bad. But um, I was going to a restaurant that was defying the orders and uh, he, on Saturday, the health department came in and kicked 14 people out of the restaurant. Um, and He's been shut down. Uh, They haven't taken anything away. They haven't fined them. But, uh, you know, I think they're watching them because I think the person that I know says that since Saturday, I think the health department's been in there like three times.
6: It's, you
4: know, hey, just checking up on you. Yeah, of just
0: appear on him, seeing if uh, he's following the...
4: Basically harassment. It's fucking bullshit. And, but, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's I, mafioso I shit. There's some restaurant owners does. here that are like, oh, we just have to follow the order. Uh-huh. You know, while they're losing their ass. I got and,
6: some uh, orders for him to follow.
4: Like you say, with the lawsuits, all of them are afraid to uh, file a lawsuit. Uh, i don't know where, where the hell the lawyers are in all this i think a lot of lawyers are giving bad advice
0: i think so too uh, totally no,
4: nobody wants to file a lawsuit because Pussies, like, oh, man. Yeah, it'll take 10 years to settle and where's the winners it's it's, it's insane where's the so, guys
0: that want to make money off of this thing i
4: can't remember the first time i listened to no agenda <laughs> it's been over 10 years probably cause there's I don't the topic. Think I ever came into the troll room until i don't know probably about six or seven years ago maybe that's when
0: you're gone forever but
4: it was from jcd being on uh uh, uh leo laporte show but uh, uh yeah, twit. just as like, soon that, as, like first JCD caller started talking about
0: oh you hit that three minutes oh, eh, it's okay him. there's more there's more all right don't fret net net had more to say and he said it
6: sorry
4: i'm running on but no, you as soon as i heard jcd on leo mention that he was with doing a podcast with Adam Curry and I kind of like, wait a minute, you know, kind of clicked in my head. I knew who that was. And, uh, nice. Uh, yeah. went and checked it out and been a fan ever since. I think that first episode I like listened to it like nonstop. Like it was almost like I was like totally zoned in on that episode. I tried to go back because I mean, this goes back. It was early on that I started listening. So, and I tried to go back and catch up, but I was already like, I think I was in the show like four, four or five hundreds, maybe, maybe a little bit less than that. But, uh, anyways, I really enjoyed the show on the fan ever since. But, uh, also, (laughs) Uh a couple notes to throw in boots on the ground here too. Also, uh, this morning I got told that a coworker passed away from, from COVID.
6: Uh, he
4: was sick.
0: COVID per se. They put
4: him into a hospital system here. Uh, the guy wore the mask all the time too yep. he had supposedly underlying conditions he, he he hasn't been in the office since march but got sick got put in the hospital uh they told because a coworker told me this over the phone and then i i end up verifying it with my boss uh the hospital told his kids that he didn't need to be on a ventilator but he would heal faster on a ventilator oh, so he shit. was on a ventilator for a week and a half and died
6: so oh I'm not God. sure how the
4: hell, I don't know. And, and, and the funny thing is, but is not even funny, it's sad. The right. sad thing is, is that uh, I think all the male practice, you can't file a suit against the hospital. And this is the exact, I don't know if anybody can remember, but I've talked about this in the chat room uh, on different shows that it, same thing happened to a friend of mine uh, that they did with his 89-year-old mom. And they basically did not need to stick her on a ventilator, yep. but did anyways, and she ended up passing away. But and then t- this morning, on top of all this, my sister woke up and she had a, a temperature and went and got tested and Why? tested positive for COVID. So uh, for Christmas, it's going to be me and my mom.
0: So Neat. Merry Hooray. Christmas, Netnet. Merry Christmas. Anyways, hey, it's going to be us really too, good, though, though, man. Okay. We're here. It's Christmas. Yeah. It's Christmas week at the Bowl, man. That's right. It doesn't I mean, we can party here, too. This is your Christmas party. One of them, one of many. Fuck, all our families are all divorced as shit nowadays. Anyway, you got nine other Christmases. It's not like you got one big fucking family Christmas to start with. Yeah. Oh, this divide and conquer shit, man. It's all working too well.
5: Way too well. Too
0: well, man. Too well. That's, like I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's funny. I was just going to mention that it was funny that uh, a lot of these callers are mentioning oh, it's John C. Dvorak, and oh, it's Adam Curry. I didn't know these guys from a hole in my head when I started listening to uh, Noah Jen in the first place.
5: That's a good point.
0: Like, we were, like, or I specifically was more of a Roganite, but before Curry was ever on Rogan. So it was, like, a a Roganite before it was, like, an actual phenomenon. But I'm sure there's been a trickle that way for years and years, you know, as long as... As long as Rogan's even had a show, I'm sure a subset of those people have...
5: Found their way here. Found
0: their way to no agenda. I mean, that's the podfather himself for crying out loud. Yeah. And then Dvorak, I did, you know, read some articles about him, too. And I... So, when I one of my favorite tech things to ever read, uh, especially back in those days, was uh, um, The Secret Diary of Steve Jobs, I'm pretty sure it was called. It was that blog... (laughs) um, that was written in Steve's voice, and I just always thought it was so fucking funny, and I was still an Apple fanboy, pretty hardcore back then. I grew up on Macintosh, and then I worked for Apple for a time while I was in school as a campus rep until I dropped out. But anyway, that was uh, when I found out who Dvorak was, I went back and then like did a search for Dvorak's name on uh, The Secret Diary, Steve Jobs, and then I just read every entry that mentioned Dvorak. I think there's a few... It's not. I think I don't think it's a lot, but there's enough. But oh man, that's fun. Some of the funniest, some of the funniest blog posts I've ever read are from that. One of my favorites.
5: I recognize Adam Curry's name, and it's probably because of my mom being like '80s teen MTV obsessed, and so I was like, "Hmm, definitely recognize the VJ."
6: Yeah. <laughs>
5: but yeah i was a noob in the tech world remember college was the first time i even touched an apple product
0: yep Uh, that's funny yep we did get a text on the text line Ooh. because like we said earlier you know the text work too if you're voice shy or for whatever reason some people are too drunk to speak but they can still text (laughs) with their thumbs uh and some people are too stoned or whatever so that's fine too you can always text Farmer Todd gave us a text. He All said, right, Todd. First NA ever. Listening to JRE in the tractor. Hey-oh. Another one. <laughs> After 100 hours of local pop country radio was driving me nuts. Mm. There's only so much Florida Georgia line a man can take. <laughs> <laughs> and Adam Curry was the most interesting in that recent period of time. Honestly, didn't even finish the episode before switching over from JRE to the No Agenda show. If I remember correctly, COVID had started, but things weren't locked down. Okay, so this is a recent uh. boy. Must have been late February or early March. Have to admit, it took me a couple episodes before I got the hang of the format. One of the coolest things is how interactive the audience producers can be. Really drew me into the show, Farmer Todd. Yes, it's true. And that's only expanded even super recently. I think, like, because when I first got into the show in 2014... Obviously, they would do them live, and there was the IRC chat that existed. But I didn't log into that. I didn't even know it existed. I would just get the uh, shows pushed to my Podcatcher, which is the only Podcatcher I've ever used, and it's called uh, Podcast Republic, I think, on Android. So that's the only thing I've ever used. Like I've never even like played around with different ones. I don't know shit about them. It's probably a I don't know if it's good or bad product because I haven't used other ones at all. It's just, I'm a creature of habit. So like when I learn to do something, I learn to do it one way and then I just do it that way for the rest of the time. It wasn't until the no agenda social that I got on that, that I started going into the troll room also. So it was like uh kind of one of those things. But even back when I started out, like the most engaging part and the easiest way to like actually be a part of it was the, donation notes segments which is still I think the funnest way to do it too you know because it's though guys reading your name and like reading what you wrote so then you know you're always trying to write in like Dvorak's voice essentially because you know he's most likely going to be reading your note I don't know that all the all the little aspects of that are really funny
5: the jingles man the jingles hooked me jingle all (laughs) the way on top of the topics
0: got a hot and fresh voicemail they keep on coming in coming in hot 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 because we're behind the curtain. People are just, you know, more comfortable behind the curtain, I think. What up? Booberry here. What
2: up, Booberry? As far as the first time that I listened to No Agenda, this is kind of weird. I actually don't know. Huh. Uh, It it feels like it was one of those things where just all of a sudden the show was in the weekly, uh, weekly, the weekly uh, repertoire, I guess. I mean, I was a big, like, uh, higher side chat, still am uh tinfoil hat not as much anymore i love sam but that guy's a little off the rails or on the rails depending on the fucking day <laughs> uh Jamie deluxe you know those sort of dudes um yeah i'm I, uh, grimerica i mean, grimerica, that was the yeah. sort of stuff i was really into but as far as how i found no agenda no idea <laughs> don't remember what episode it was when I started listening. I mean, wow. I tried to go back through the catalog to see if there was any, um, show art that really stood out, but I mean, it's probably, it's a little longer than a year for sure, but, but I can guarantee okay. that it wasn't until like <clears throat> it was the week right after the riots in Minneapolis and I was running around town, just scoping everything out here in Minneapolis.
6: Yeah.
2: Um, Started listening live, and then uh, over the summer, when I was doing that tree wrapping gig, I started doing the troll room. And because uh, I wanted to you know, request some songs there that early in the morning, yep. I think I'd actually talked to Sir Spencer one of those weeks for the first time, so that was pretty bad. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, long story short, I got no clue.
0: Got no clue, <laughs> got no clue. <laughs> well, that'll do.
5: That's how I felt. When we thought of this first time, I ever, I yeah. was like, uh, I think it was Obama administration, like yeah, the I put was, it, but which one? I don't know.
0: <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah, it was halfway through the Obama days, I think, right around.
5: Yeah, and your uh, your donation dated it for us. Yep. Because you're like, I've been listening since before Christmas.
0: <laughs> yep, that's that's for sure. It's a fun. Uh, it's been a fun journey for sure.
5: Best podcast in the universe, and you know, I guess like. I um I hadn't listened to Joe Rogan before No Agenda. I listened to some Joe after No Agenda. Before No Agenda, I was exposed to NPR podcasts. Or like, I don't know if they're NPR, but like Serial. I remember the J School making us listen to that. Some other stuff. Stuff. Inmemor- not, you know... These podcasts did not stand out. In my memory it was yeah. just like listening to NPR. It was all yep. scripted. It wasn't a conversation.
0: Totally opposite um, of all of the little NA community podcasts. Yes. Like Nick the Rat, Grumpy Old Vins, Hog Story. All of that stuff, man. Walk Through the Mind with Billy Bones, that Larry show. Darren mm-hmm. O's got like the random thoughts too that an, and the rock and roll show. Yep. For pre stream. That's what Booberry was referencing for yeah, requesting rock and songs. Show. It's just cool. It's like there's always something going on. And I feel bad because Nick the Rat, he's got one of the coolest shows on the stream. And he does it late. Like he's popping off at of the sewer at 11 Eastern. Or I mean midnight Eastern, right?
6: Mm, no, it's no. 11
0: Eastern because it's 10 our time. And yeah. we used to be up late every time. We used to do this show at 10 even.
6: Yep, that's same, right.
0: The same time as Nick the Rat time. And then <laughs> when I started doing that goddamn class, I just couldn't pull those late stuff that i was doing i mean i was almost living on the stream i wrote my calendar of like what shows that i knew of and when they played you know yeah and i feel like i feel so goofy because then after i don't know maybe even a couple of months of doing that i started these classes and then i couldn't i just couldn't keep up i just can't keep up with all of the different shows that are all the time you know um but we'll see once uh graduation happens where what direction it goes and uh if I'm able to get onto more shows. Yeah. What I really want to do as far as listening to extra shows catching up on goes is to get caught up and current on uh, the podcasting 2.0 thing, because mm. I would really like to put all of this full stack knowledge that I've gained back into the community at some level on the, you know, whatever they're doing, but... If I don't if I don't catch up on the podcast and like listen to what the fuck's going on and like educate myself on that, I won't be able to like help properly. So Yeah. That's also on the to do list of something to catch up on real quick. Mo facts I forgot to mention too. Oh
5: yeah.
0: Is another spectacular one. Um the one that Adam does with Mo.
5: Yep. Random Encounter.
0: Rare Encounter.
5: Rare Encounter. Oh no. We're somebody, coming to that hour. Somebody <laughs>
0: did that somebody <laughs> did that last night. It's easy to do the hog Especially
5: behind the curtain
0: here. Behind the the curtain, anything (laughs) goes and nobody has to apologize. That's right. Random encounter and rare thoughts. Yeah, Fletch (laughs) said it too. So you're just thinking on Fletch's level man. You pre-planted it in your head last night.
5: Hell yeah. Hell of a stream last night. Yes. In the smoker.
0: Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to the one uh, coming up. Yes. Big old New Year's Eve party lavish is going to be on on uh, thursday so you guys and should definitely turn, tune into that that'll be the christmas eve extravaganza with lavish who better who better than that
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: fantastic stuff well that wraps our voicemails <coughs> Ooh, excuse me
5: that's it for voicemails but again we've said it already tonight but again if you uh, want to retroactively answer this first time I ever prompt, give us a call at 816-607-3663. Anytime.
0: Anytime at all.
5: Anytime.
0: Anytime you um, feel like it. When you're on that long drive and you have the show playing, and you're catching up on a random one because you got nothing better to do. Then my voice prompts you to call and you should call.
5: I keep stuttering to start this, what I, t- I wanted to say. I, t- d- d- d-
0: <laughs> I owe you like four drinks, I think. <laughs>
5: Probably. But uh, did you know that masturbating accidentally saved a man's life? Uh, uh. It's true.
0: I know masturbating saved my life a couple times, but.
5: Apparently, uh, there's a guy who is a member of Heaven's Gate. Uh-oh. <laughs> and, um, you know, you can't... uh masturbate. Sensuality was one of their major offenses. What?! Yeah, and so he ended up, uh, having to leave the cult because he touched himself.
6: Yeah, I can't. And
5: then, well, you know what happened. <laughs> they all, Oh, uh, yeah. They all left. They all, wo- left. Wo- <laughs> they <laughs> all
0: <laughs> rode the comet out of here.
5: Yes, yes. They rode the comet out of here.
0: So they left the the jerky man and behind, And he huh? was
5: left behind and this quote from him in the article is like so haunting to me. He said, uh, "I don't feel guilt. I feel like I flunked my test. I could have graduated with them. I had the capacity to do that. I believe that a hundred percent."
0: Damn. So he regrets beating the meat and missing the ride. Huh? He
5: regerts, I feel that's how it comes off to me. He regrets missing the ride. Now I heard there's a ni- new uh, documentary wow. out. On Heaven's Gate, and he's probably featured in that, so I'm gonna have to check that out.
0: <laughs> Man, it's been like a lot of Heaven's Gate signals this, lately. Yeah, I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. The first time it came <laughs> up all year was in my stupid class the very first what? day. Yeah, when they taught front end, they were doing examples of websites, right? Oh, and no. so they did example of a dynamic website and a static website. So the difference is that. On a static website, when you load the page, it looks the same for everyone. It just is a page. In order to change it, you have to go and change the HTML code that's building the page. Um, so that was the example of the static page. And the reason it was the sample is because Heaven's Gate, their website, is still up. And it's still exactly as it appeared when they all took off. And so, I don't know. I don't. I guess it's not like clear how or who it's hosted by, but it's just still live so you can still go to it it doesn't uh, it just hasn't changed in all these years and then of course the dynamic uh, the dynamic example was isitchristmas.com isitchristmas.com yeah there's a website called isitchristmas.com and depending on whether it's christmas or not it'll say yes or no
5: oh okay
0: <laughs> but it's funny because the heaven's gate page it looks like a page of its era, you know, you remember yes. Turn of the Millennium uh, websites. Um, with, is it Christmas? It has probably like two to three times the code <laughs> involved as the Heaven's Gate page, merely to just say yes or no. Sure. Depending on whether it's Christmas no. or not.
5: It's got this bouncing American flag, too. Oh, that's the cursor.
0: That's the cursor, indeed.
5: Cursor's an American flag. Wow, oh, fancy!
0: No, it's not Christmas. No. Yep. Anyway.
5: Wow, and then the uh, some of those tapes. Your buddy was playing some of the Heaven's Gate tapes. Yeah. Randomly on there. Really that time. dude is
0: a creepy dude, man. Yeah. If you watch his like induction video or whatever the fuck it is, um, uh, he was a uh, Jesus reincarnate. He really thought so.
5: Yeah. Well, his dad was a preacher right yes yes (laughs) i just don't i don't remember uh details on that but yeah it's wild i don't know
0: it's a hell of a rabbit hole to fall down
5: yeah 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 that's uh it's an interesting one it's an interesting one but masturbating man saved his life
0: it saved his life he he may not feel saved though
5: yeah, yeah.
0: If he would have just done no fap November, he could have rode the hellbop comet, <laughs> and he could have too joined the level above human. Yeah, the evolutionary level above human.
5: These um landlords, or maybe a landlord, I'm not sure if it was many or one, but in Washington State, sent uh, tenants a um envelope. With a note that said, the stress of COVID can be made worse by the holiday season. We hope this one-time offering of a postage page paid envelope to mail your rent check will relieve some of that stress <laughs> for you. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and, um, they
0: gave you a stamp on an envelope? Yeah. And then they wrote a letter about it, patting <laughs> yeah. themselves on the back?
5: Exactly. They didn't say, like, Merry Christmas or anything <sighs> at the end of it, but... Uh, in yeah, these difficult it's pretty...
0: times, we bought you a stamp, bud. Yeah, we
5: put a stamp so you could mail us the money. <laughs> Lovingly
0: yours, A1 Rental Company.
5: Pretty bad, you know. People are complaining about it <laughs> quite tone deaf.
0: No shit. Uh, oh my I
5: god,
0: that that's was funny.
5: An, yeah, that was an interesting... That is a gutter story.
0: Oh, you never tell me we're I... going bowling. Well, I'm I just always feel so like confused.
5: If I can be... Blunt. Oh. I think every story is a bowling story when you're in the bowl, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I also like. I just wanted to hear the, <laughs> the, the ISO there. Fair enough. So, but you could play it with any story I tell, like you know. Fuck it,
3: dude. Let's go bowling.
5: There you go. Formal intro. Yeah. Man. But like the dipping sauce dispute. Right. That was a gutter.
0: It <laughs> was definitely a gutter.
5: Um, I also, sometimes I like reading like creepy stories, uh, that are like kids stories, creepy kids stories, you know, like parents yeah. just posting online, but like, Oh, my kids are this creepy. Oh, like. like
0: my kid did creepy shit stories.
5: Yeah. And I came across this, um, video that this lady made where she was talking about, <laughs> she told her four year old daughter that her friend was having a baby and they named the baby Esther. Or they were going to name the baby Esther. And she was like, what a unique name. And her four-year-old was like, oh, Esther Mervin? And she was like, no, their last name's not Mervin. And her four-year-old daughter was like, oh, well, I have a friend named Esther Mervin. She lives quite far away. And uh, she's in prison. And so then the mom did some digging. Couldn't find anything, couldn't find anything. Finally found the name come up on um, Ancestry.com. To a woman who was imprisoned in America in the early 1900s, they were... I'm not sure what country they're from. I'm going to guess England. But, yeah, weird, random. Reminded me of, like, the Philosopher's Stone segment we had done on... Oh, yeah. Uh, like, lava reincarnation. lamp and Yeah, especially past life regression and kids bringing up past life stories. Like yeah, that. it's weird how
0: kids seem to be able to tap into the... Yeah. That, I was it's <laughs> not that all do. It's just that some can or something. It's weird.
5: It is super weird, but it's cool. It's so cool, too, when you're like, wow, that's a snippet of history yeah. that I was just graced with by my child. <laughs> Randomly. So random. Um, and then someone, like, it's kind of lame, but someone broke down what the cost of buying all the items from the 12 days of Christmas would be, you know? if you were to buy, like, the partridge in a pear tree and sure. turtle doves and such. Uh, and it would How have, much does a
0: Lord of Leaping go for?
5: Ten Lords of Leaping, mind you. Uh, well, there's ten, but... It, it would set you back about $38,993.59. <laughs> oh, my God, they really did the <laughs> they math. They got, like, huh? an exact estimate on this, and then they break it down by, like, who all would be paid <laughs> what. Like, the drummers and such, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, but it's... What was gross about the article I read where they did this is it's a cute idea, but then they're like... They would put nine ladies dancing, not available in 2020 due to COVID restrictions. <laughs> <laughs> and it's That's just a cop like, out. dude, cop out. Yeah. But then it 2019... I says don't know 2019- about you, but
0: I can find enough ladies to dance.
5: <laughs> no shit. Contract work, man. I could probably get
0: you better numbers <laughs> than what you're getting, too. Said What's the, the numbers on this
5: 2019 price for nine ladies dancing was seven thousand five hundred fifty two bucks and 84 cents
0: seven grand for nine ladies dancing no seven and can, a half <laughs> we can get it done for much cheaper oh, i promise yes.
5: yeah you slap a hundred bucks on nine different ladies yeah like dance you can <laughs> do it.
0: yeah you can get it done for a grand
5: 900 bucks they weren't being very frugal yeah they, they probably went to the kansas city ballet and hired people from there <laughs>
0: No, what do you mean right. you want ladies dancing, though? <laughs> Come on.
5: No masks, either. <laughs> oh. On the way here, we were listening to Christmas music um, on our way home today. Yeah. And that lady was like, what does one do with a partridge in a pear tree? And I was like, well, you eat the pears. <laughs> First of all, what do you do with a pear tree? The partridge, you know, he's a bird. He's going to fly around, tweet a little bit. You either take care of him and cage him or let
0: him go. You know, you just bringing up dumb holiday commercials reminds me. I can't believe it. In Woke 2020, that Burger King is doing the ding fries are done as their ad campaign this year. Has anybody seen this? Has anybody seen this? Burger King is doing... Ding fries are done, ding fries are done as their fucking oh, ad like <laughs> Oh my god. Surely everyone remembers <laughs> the holiday Christmas favorite, ding fries are done. If not, I will remind you.
9: The heck did I just find?
0: And on and on and on and on. You know it. You've heard it. This is even a reaction video. You can't find the original. It's an old ass meme, dude. <laughs> And it's in incredibly poor taste and quality. Uh, dang, fry you done. Dang, fry you done. I mean, the whole thing is about how there's a retarded king that works at Burger King. And he's going to sell you an apple pie with that. And so their fucking ad campaign <laughs> is like, big fries are done. They even... Uh, I think there's a line in one of them where it's like, I work at Burger King making flame broiled whoppers and it stops at that. But it's just like a choral, it's like a holiday carol or choir style. There's no actual like tarred voice. But everybody who knows that meme knows the original. Like it invokes the original immediately. I couldn't believe they were doing it. I was like, whoever greenlit this and like all the execs and everyone that it passed through... I guarantee, never had ever seen the original "Ding Fries Are Done." Clearly, or they not. would have never, <laughs> they would have never fucking greenlit it. But yeah, they're just doing that song. Only they've, they've just done it straight. They've done that "Ding Fries Are Done." They've done it straight.
5: Yeah, it's a group of uh, employees caroling, and they're just caroling, the like pretending
0: as though the f- original meme never existed. Like just imagine you're seeing it as a Burger King ad for the first time. But I, I just couldn't believe there's been no story or, like, angry Reddit post about
6: it yeah. or any of this
0: shit. It's, like, it's one of those things where, like, maybe normies really didn't know. I mean, I don't know. My fucking, both of my parents seen that thing. Yeah. You know, they know what that is. They know what ding fries are done is. My dad probably laughed until he cried the first time he saw that ding fries are done <laughs> shit.
5: That's old YouTube. That is
0: old YouTube, dude. It's like an O three oh four type was well, some somewhere in that era. Good lord. I couldn't believe it. Well, anyway, that's on TV for real right now.
5: What I couldn't believe is that that thing was just playing in the background and I was working or something. You started laugh, crying, and I still didn't like catch on to it. And when the commercial ended, you finally were like, Did you hear what they were singing? <laughs> I was like, Dude. And I honestly had it. I was not paying attention in the least bit. Like I just have this like tune out, wall out the commercials, and you were like Dude, and then they came on again. They're doing
0: Ding Fries are Done, but like as their non ironic commercial, dude. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Like a holiday. Oh, we did a holiday ad buy with Ding Fries are Done. Oh my god. Yeah. (laughs) You fucking guys. Somebody really got squirreled on that one, man. That's just one of those things where like the ad guy comes up with like, dude, we don't have a lot of ideas. Remember. Hal's been talking for the last three years of like, we could just try to submit ding fries are done. Just see if they'll bite. And then this was just the year they were like, oh, I mean, everything else is fucked to the rails. Like, why not? Fuck it. Let's see it. Ding fries are done. You think they'll do it? Greenlit. Bing.
5: Never go full retard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. It could fly low under the radar. Like Ned's saying he just watched it and he said he's seen that commercial but didn't didn't connect yes. the dots on it. Didn't yeah, connect the dots it, on it. it it's just like I by. think They're a lot caroling. of people just don't really remember where they've heard that before because it's like you just automatically think, Oh yeah, it's based on uh, uh
5: I don't think I was even listening to the words there. It's, it's Carol
0: of the Bells or whatever, it's, right, isn't it?
5: I think so. Can you play the um can you play the ad?
0: The original ad, I believe so. Whoops. Whoa. Just a moment.
5: Yeah, Nenette said he tunes out and looks at his phone during commercials, and I am just yeah in some other land when commercials are on. Yeah,
0: I usually do that too, but, but I don't know why. But it pulled me in. I like, you couldn't sneak that Ding Fries are done by me. <laughs> I was like, they're doing Ding Fries are done, dude. Well, you they're... laugh,
5: cried, like you were basically I couldn't believe crying because I, like, I was like, I
0: was like, so oh, surely this is. No, I'm like, no, I I thought my brain was just trying to force it. I was like, no, they wouldn't, they can't, there's no way they could get away with it.
6: Holy fuck, they're doing it.
0: Everything except for like the sped kid with the little mouth moving up and down. Oh my good God. Yeah. 1.8 million views with 13,751 likes and only 708 on the dislike. Oh, I knew we could find Reddit rage about it. Tottenham in the chat. Burger King's new commercial, yes. Features dang fries are done. I just couldn't fucking believe it.
5: Yeah, we haven't the outrage hasn't made it mainstream yet. Here, okay, let's
0: see.
2: They are two for five. They are
0: two for five, they changed it to yes.
7: Share the joy this holiday with a whopper and the two for five. Okay. I'm not
0: playing the whole ad for free, but. No. Uh, Yeah, dude. They change it to, I instead of, I wear a paper hat, because that's kind of like where it starts <laughs> to get self-deprecating or whatever, you know. Instead, they are two, four, five. <laughs> Dang, fries are done, bro. I couldn't even believe it. And yeah, uh, Duadam sent us a link to the this Reddit post that, someone who had mentioned it, 11 days ago, Burger King's new commercial featured Ding Fries are done to our videos, which has a shitload of people on it, 24 million members, 12 updutes. I guarantee Ooh. you this is being shadow banned. Huh. They don't want a, people talking about it or something. Because 12 updutes on a 24 million member. And you know people scroll uh, new. I mean, it has almost as many comments. Like... S- 12 comments, and 12 updates. What's up with that? Mm. I think it's being suppressed artificially, bud.
5: Yeah, I would say so.
0: Because the other posts on videos are like, 42,000 updates, 30,000 updates, 24,000 updates. you know? And that one is just like hiding in the background. Oh, well, dang fries are done.
5: Dang fries are done. There's been some really poor taste Christmas commercials. Like, I saw... um, NHS charities over in England... Yes. ...decided to uh, try and kill Santa with COVID in their commercial. What? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I did not see that.
5: Yeah. And they should know that uh, Normie Lord and Savior Fauci said Santa was immune from the COVID several episodes of Bull After Bull ago. I had played this clip. Yes. And my gripe now is that he vaccinated Santa Claus. Yeah, what a and dumbass.
0: He can't even keep his story straight.
5: No. <laughs> he, excuse I mean, me, Fauci, you said Santa was immune. To be immune. fair,
0: he did from masks don't do anything yeah, to you have to wear a mask. He's been flip-flopping on everything else, so it should be no surprise. But yeah, he also went from Santa's immune Santa's to COVID. Immune, nothing to worry to, about. To,
3: well, I went to the North Pole because uh, I... I thought maybe some of you would be a little upsetty waddy, so I went to the North Poley Woey and I gave Santa the COVID shoddy
5: waddy in his arm. And who does he say this to? To the fucking children. Elmo. Yeah, Sesame Street. I know. Oh my no agenda. god. I was reeling. Our kids don't watch Sesame Street Elmo of course, needs to get burnt but... to
0: the ground, dude. Me and Elmo got problems officially.
5: (sighs) Made me sick. Fucking hell. That man always (laughs) just makes me mad. (laughs) And we saw a fucking bumper sticker in Kansas City Fauci for president. And do you remember that? And you just laid on your horn and we just laughed and pointed and laughed. And you just laid on your (laughs) horn as we passed. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I wanted to be like, you are dumb. And we're th- going to acknowledge in front of everyone, hey, you're dumb.
5: I think laugh, crying, and pointing did this it pretty is why, well.
0: This is why democracy itself is just fucking outdated, bud. I'm sorry. I don't know what the solution is, but, like, every one dipshit gets one vote isn't the one. It's not it. It's not it. I'm sorry. I don't know how to change it to make it better, but... There's got to be some kind of fucking litmus test to vote. I'm sorry. It just has to happen. What the fuck? Look at the mess we're in. Good God. Well, <laughs> Like, what does it come to?
5: Uh, I don't... I mean,
0: just let alone that you can fuck with the vote in any direction that you so choose. Like, even without that, it just seems to be like auto-crumble mode, right? Like, on a long enough timeline, it does become idiocracy.
5: yeah. That's what I was just going
0: to say. That's the whole fucking problem. <sighs> like, our shit's all fucked up and we talk retarded, you know? Like, we talk like a fag and our shit's all fucked up. <laughs> That's the fucking stage we're at, dude. It's here. Welcome. All of our, clo- <laughs> all of our crops dead from Brondo is only three years out, man. I'm telling oh, you. We're no. close to the fucking end.
5: If that. Well, and I was reading about how China owns... Hundreds of millions of acres here of farmland. I'm probably exaggerating with
0: that. Yeah, well, number, I but mean, who do you think makes brondo?
5: Of course. The Chinese. But like, Tyson. Like, <laughs> Tyson is Chinese owned. <laughs> I don't buy Tyson, but it's a name I know. Yeah. I
6: same like, with hey, Smithfield's pork. Smithfield, same with
5: all that shit. Yeah. It's <sighs> just gross. I mean, we were talking about with food, really, like, you gotta self sustain. Like, ugh. <laughs> uh,
0: Well, what's in store for uh, our next first time I ever...
5: The first time I ever choked in front of everyone.
0: First time I ever choked in front of everyone. That's right. So that's like an embarrassing moment or something like that.
5: Yeah. Not like choking on food.
0: Yeah, not choking on food, but like...
5: We all did that when we were like two or three.
0: Maybe you got up on stage or you were supposed to perform or maybe you were in a class presentation. But just the first time you ever stood up... And in front of everybody in the room, all eyes on you, you just fucking choked. It just all went wrong, and you were totally maybe devastated or maybe you didn't care. Maybe you're the kind of person that that does, stuff doesn't affect. But regardless, first time you ever choked in front of everyone, we'd love to hear about it and tell you about our first time because <laughs> uh, it's always pretty funny. Yeah, it's always pretty. We got
5: minute. good ones for yeah. that. And uh, last distasteful Christmas commercial hazmat suit santa oh
0: my goodness they put him in a hazmat suit
5: yeah because they didn't get the memo that he's immune he's got a great immune system that man
0: i'm done with exploiting santa and i'm done with exploiting covid but goddamn it when they come into it both into a commercial at the same time it's just too much man
5: it is too much
0: too much for me too much for us too much for this episode Of bowl after bowl. Because it's about time we get wrapped up. But thank you so much for joining us. Thanks to all those bowlers out there. We'll be here next Tuesday. In the bowl at our usual time. But catch us on Saturday for a bonus episode. Our first ever. Bowls with Buds. With Fletcher and Carolyn. They'll be a first up as a guest. So stick around. Stay tuned. Thanks Have for joining us.
5: A merry Christmas. Yes. I've been Dame Delorean.
0: And I've been Sir Spencer. Wolf and from un- Kansas City.
5: Till next time. May your bowls burn ever brighter.
3: I am a lone wolf. Oh woo!
4: It is on, folks.
8: It is on. It is on.